Are we rolling? Are we rolling? Rolling, 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 rolling. Fred Durst. Rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, rolling. No, somebody got to do the <laughs> the high part. Rolling, 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 rolling. Whoop. There's like that whoop part. What? There's like a... Beer, 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 like that. Rolling, 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 rolling. Whoop. There's like that part in there. Hmm. I don't think you know what you're talking I about. I do. I don't think you know anything I've about it. I've been to enough strip clubs to heard that song. Don't don't go there with me. But won't go with me. Strip club. You wouldn't pay for me. What's that what? called? <laughs> I didn't know I had to. Fred I told Durst. you, if you're going to make me go to the strip club, you got to pay. It's ridiculous. Welcome, one and all, to the Never Been Done podcast. The least listened to podcast in the universe. That might not be true. It's probably not, to be honest. It's probably not. The only reason... Okay. T. Brown, I think, listens to it because he wants to make sure I don't say anything bad about his mom. CBS listens to it because he edits it. Tyler does not listen to it. and Because I, I hate the sound of my own voice. And I quit listening to it because I don't like the listening to myself talk shit drunk. That makes me feel less about myself. Yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad. And you guys got to hear it the first time, but like... Right. So, one... How many listeners do we have, CBS? Like nine. And three of them are CBS when he posts it. That's not, not totally true. How many? How many? Well, as far as plays, we usually average around 30. Yeah. Do you here? Uh, yeah. There you go. There you go. When, like... I, I mean, at one point, there that doesn't... Tyler's sister says she listens, like, periodically, and that, so I need to my quit saying that nobody listens. Yeah, my sisters do. Yeah. See, there you go. They think it's funny. I'm like, she's oh, like, okay. sometimes you say some really <laughs> fucked up shit, but uh, it's pretty funny. Do they talk like that? Miranda does. Oh, totally. Oh, I didn't know that. South know Carolina, it. dog. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm from there too, but they grew up in Conway and I grew up in Myrtle Beach. Mm. There's a big difference. There's a big 30 minute gap there. Got it. <clears throat> Myrtle Beach is like. I mean, not the best kind of people, but Conway is like straight to redneck. <laughs> there you are. Got it. You're over there, and we're over here. They're wonderful people. I have nothing bad to say no, about they're great. anybody that lives in Conway. They they welcomed me with open arms, and we're very sweet. So, um, so If we have 30, then what did you say? Nine? 20? You said nine. If you add 20 and 9 together, we almost get the right number. Yeah, we'll see how that Teamwork. goes. High fives? No? Only me? That's fine. I'll high five. Whatever. With our powers combined. It's super wrong. I liked it. Yeah, of course it felt so. dirty. It was like touching tips, but not all of our tips are out. It's not the same thing. It's not how the would same. you know? You never touch tips with nobody. What, you want me to dock all three of you? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could. <laughs> Gross. It sounds stretchy. At once? Soft, maybe. <laughs> After years of like, wow, 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 wow. Like soft and like maybe, maybe when everyone's cold because of shrinkage. Got it. But I'm warm, so that mm, doesn't matter. I if don't have shrinkage. Doesn't matter if it's cold or not. Yeah, I'm a I'm a grower, not a shower, man. Me too. Yeah. It's back to nine. Good job. But my skin, on the other <laughs> hand, is like it's pretty stretchy no matter what. So I think I could do it. CBS is getting excited over here. He says he's back to nine. He's already it's ready nine. to bounce. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else, nine. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good joke. Full circle. CBS knows what he's saying. Mm-hmm. He likes mm-hmm. it. Full dingus. The knee breaker. So we're back. 
We're back and we're better than ever. Right. Uh, okay. Tonight. New segments. But before we get into new segments, we're going to do an old segment. Or do we do the news first? I don't What do we do? Like, do we do news first? Do we segments first? What do you think? Depends like, on what the new segment is. I like segments before because it fills the time when we're normally bullshitting. I like segments before. Well, I'm just so excited for segments. Okay. Uh, I would say news probably should happen first. But, I mean, whatever. Okay. What's in the news? <laughs> That was pretty good, right? Um, Wes Anderson has... He's starting to film his next... Starting to film his next film next month in Spain. Um, the location has changed a few times, but is is going to be set in the Spanish desert. I mean Spain. Spanish Spain. Do you okay. know T. Brown, are you with me? Not Mexico. Not Mexico. Mm-hmm. Because there's there's a lot of heavy rumors that it's going to be a potentially it's going to be a western. Revenge. Oh my god, I stopped. Revenge. This- you stopped it? No. Oh. Got it. This comes after the announcement that his film The French Dispatch will premiere this next week at the Cannes Film Festival. I think it's Cannes. I said well, he did. Cons. It's C-A-N-N-E-S. I think the S is silent. Oh. Well, fucking who cares? I'm just saying. Isn't it in France? Yes. Fuck the French. Fair. I agree. They're a bunch of pussies, and I don't give a shit, and I'm glad they're out of the Euros. Goddamn Them frogs. dumb bitches. Stupid fucking frogs. They're <laughs> making the frogs gay. Cooking everything in butter like you're special. <laughs> yeah, they're bad people. You know, I almost said that we should do um, Wes Anderson tonight. Like, we were talking about earlier. I was like, a redo of Wes Anderson? Yeah, because you said that was one of the ones you wanted to redo. Yeah, we have a few others before we start doing redos. But, like, I say we do that like after a couple more movies have come out, you know? Oh, that's fair. Make it so it counts. So they're saying it could be a Western? Well, the way, the way that... Yeah, there's just a lot of rumor that it's going to be a Western. What okay. the fuck would that even be like? I don't know. Super fucking Anderson cool. Anderson Western. Maybe like a mix between, like... Blazing Saddles and, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, that that style of thing, like, kind of a comedy, but, like, already at the same... I don't know. I was like, mm, okay. But, like, Spaghetti Western is what they're saying, like, is the th- term they're throwing around. Hmm. But in his style. I don't know. It sounds interesting. And he hasn't ever... I mean, he's done some, like, dramatic stuff, but there's always comedy in it. So, I mean, maybe he just goes up here, does just, like, a pure dramatic thing. Hmm. I mean, we know Quentin Tarantino did a... His version of a western when he did like um, the Hateful Eight. Well, there's spaghetti westerns in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Hollywood too. Yeah. yeah. Man, I- and Kill Bill Two. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. yeah. That's to a point, Django Unchained was kind of western. Not yeah. a spaghetti, not a spaghetti western, but it was. But it's it, a western. It yeah. had western elements sure. in it. Yeah. But they so. say they they say. Well, he actually says out loud. In the latest Joe Rogan episode, where Quentin Tarantino, which makes like T. Brown and me discussed this earlier, it makes me hate Quentin Tarantino quite a lot, or l- hate him less, yeah, quite a lot less, because he's like usually I'm like, eh, he's kind of a cunt, but when you listen to that, like it's like two, or it's almost three hours, it's almost and it's so good, like he just talks like. They're like, he's like, what do you think about everybody being mad about the Bruce Lee thing? He's like, besides Bruce Lee's daughter, everybody else can eat a dick. And I think that I think that's actually the actual quote, right? Yes. Yes. 
No, but, he was very down to earth and and just chill. Yeah, and, very like, chill. Yeah, and he seemed less um, angsty when somebody you know that's asking him questions. Whereas before, I felt like, or in previous interviews, I should say, he definitely was a little bit kind of defensive. Whereas maybe he just likes Joe Rogan quite a bit because I know he does. And he, you know, kind of said he's a fan and listened to multiple episodes. And he, did, yeah, and he, and he kept saying like, "Oh yeah, I remember that episode." Like, so you, what's if you were Joe Rogan? And Joe Rogan has talked about Quentin Tarantino a bunch of times in a bunch of episodes. And he's just like, oh, in that Tarantino film, and I love this thing. Like, to hear, like, Tarantino say, like, oh, yeah, listen to that episode. Like, that's pretty rad. I mean, and a dude that, like, of when you listen to Joe Rogan, just be like, he's like this, like, I mean, they both come from, like, the East Coast. And, he, like, Tarantino talks about his early, like, like working at a video store, what, the, eight, the 80s, 70s, and yeah, 80s? Yeah, 80s. Which is really cool. I don't know. It was, it was kind of a cool, chill thing. I liked it. I was, I was very impressed. Well, and there's a difference, too, between doing a three-hour podcast and a on-the-spot interview where someone's just, like, bombarding you with bullshit you want and to Joe talk about. And Joe Rogan's not press. That's a, Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you're right. He's not going to disrespect you. No. And a lot of the fucking press and journalists... Are going to disrespect you, but but Joe their fucking job. But right. Joe Rogan did bring up, I mean, hard questions. That was something that I mean, Bruce Lee thing. Was yeah, the Bruce Lee was a big deal. Like, yeah, he's the like, Harvey Weinstein thing was a yep, big fucking deal. Absolutely. In a setting questions. with someone that's respecting you, that's like, okay, I can answer this. But three hours unfiltered. You just like you ask those questions, and there's no. It's it's live. Like when they initially do it, it's live. It's just like you ask the questions. This is the thing. This is how it is. Like that's pretty fucking rad, man. And like, yeah. like he answered them. He, like. There's, I've already seen a fucked on the clickbait about how, like, hey, the horrible things that Quentin Tarantino said on Joe Rogan. It's just like, he really didn't say anything horrible. No, I didn't think so. He's like, the, he's like, I get asked all the time, like, what do you think about the Harvey Weinstein situation? He's like, I wish I would have talked to him sooner. I wish I, I wish I would have said something to him sooner. I feel like he was very compassionate about that situation, which I, do. I, I liked. I did, too. I was, like, very impressed. Yeah. Like, it's worth a fucking listen, and it's just like... I mean, there's no argument. It's the greatest podcast. It's it's the top podcast oh, sure. in the world for sure. And it's just like if you love film and you love, if you just if you love film in general and you never listen to Joe Rogan, t- check out that episode because Quentin Tarantino like it was a good one. I was I was like I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised because I mean I knew it was gonna be good, but I was like fuck. And they talk about Death Proof a fucking lot. They do about how brilliant that fucking film is. And I told you guys how good that film is. And the car shit in that is insane. When they were filming fucking Zoe, what's her name? Like, like the the main chick. She's the uh, stunt woman. She's the Australian stunt, stunt woman, woman and actress. Yeah, yeah very, but you know that she was Xena's fucking like stunt person for the entire run of Xena yep, Warrior Princess. Was, yeah, but they were doing like he's like, oh, the slowest the slowest speed we were going during that movie was seventy miles an hour. Insane, dude. It's like like she's a real stunt woman and like that she comes from a long fam like a, and like, she's a, attractive. Oh, she's, she's very Australian. Sexy. Every Australian's attractive, but her bro. family's a long comes from a long line of stunt people. Like, like that's where she comes from. And it's like he's like, I met her and she, I thought she was fucking awesome because she was she was Uma's fucking stunt person in a lot Kill of Kill Bill, Bill shit. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh, that's fucking crap. Like, super awesome. And fuck, man. Like, talked about the cars and the, the like. They actually did a head-on collision. Like, there was actually yeah, stuntmen in those fucking cars. Fucking miles per hour, dude. That's crazy. Zoe Bell is what her name is. That's her name. Zoe Bell, yeah. But anyway, anyway, like it's it's a good fucking thing. But like back back to the news. Um. Anyway, Wes Anderson, like my favorite filmmaker, is a very is actually very similar to Quentin Tarantino. So I think that kind of what we got deterred is like he writes, produces, and directs. He does a lot of shit. Like and like my fucking book. 
Great book. Bam, bam, a gift from fucking Portland from, or was it Seattle? Portland. Portland. From T-Huff, and it's so good. But uh, I'm excited that he's already re- getting ready to shoot another movie, and I'm excited to see French Dispatch because the cast is, looks looks amazing. So anyway, um, on to the next thing. Uh, CBS, uh, I, I think I was trying to like add things while you walked out of the room, CBS, for a second, but like because some of these things I wanted you to hear. Um, the reported plot for Black Panther Two sounds very interesting. Okay. Wakanda versus Atlantis War. That's a comic book thing, yeah. Well, and, and that's a huge thing to bring Namor into the into the MCU. Well, they they mentioned Namor, right? They mentioned what is it, a seismic event in the ocean they in mean, the first Black Panther, that, correct? That could also be a um, celestial thing. Not in the not in Black Panther. It's mentioned in uh, in Captain Marvel. Endgame. Not Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is one of the ones that talks about it, but it's in the Endgame. But it is one of. Oh, you're right. No, it she is. She talks in about it at the end of Endgame or end of Captain Marvel. No. No, she doesn't. I just watched that movie. She got short hair when yeah. she talk, talk about it. That's it's, only in Endgame. It's when they're on the monitors and uh, oh, yeah, Scarlett yeah, yeah, Johansson's yeah. Talk, yeah, Black Widow's talking to. Yeah, group of them talk about yeah. it being a thing, but it's like, dialogue-wise, she says it's happening in other places, too. Like, mm-hmm. it's not only here. So that's why I think Celestials. Which they think Celestials. Because they, like, sleep inside of, inside of planets. Right. As far as the size negativity, I mean, it could be... Both those things correlate together as far as a thing. I mean, if they're going to do anything with Namor, it's going to be in another movie because there won't be a Namor movie unless Universal Studios releases their rights to Namor. That's who owns it, really. How they have that part in the Hulk, it doesn't make any sense still, but whatever. Um, but yeah, as a thing, Namor being uh, at odds with Atlantis is primarily connected with, to... With the Wakanda? With Wakanda, yeah, that's what I meant. Atlantis and Wakanda not getting along is about... Namor not getting along with um, Black Panther's sister, Cherie. Cherie, yeah. The two of them can't stand each other in the comic books. At one point, both of them have gone to war with the other factions over things. So, like, that... Which, Namor's technically... I mean, it's an it's arguable, but he's the oldest Marvel character. Him and the original Human Torch are the first two Marvel characters. I mean, when it comes to age, it's because they bought a, a few other companies back in the day... But Namor's older... Uh, but some of the lineage of who's oldest is in question a little bit. Because even the first appearance of Loki now, mm. because they count those older books from the other company. Nah, I don't count. I don't count that. gods because Loki could a Loki could appear. In oh, anyway. we're just talking about the first appearance of the, the first appearance in the printed comic books is what we're talking about. Yeah, but a a Loki, which is a god that's been around for. Well, Loki, yeah, well, I think we're talking about two different things. No, like, Loki, like the god of mischief, mm-hmm. has been around for centuries. We're talking about the Norwegian Correct. folk story Loki? Yeah. Right, so he could show up in any comic book anywhere. But Namor could... Sh- As a thing for age, I mean, it, when you're... <laughs> It's not a matter of, as far as his, okay, his so, oldest, yeah, he's okay. one of the oldest okay. ones. Okay, before before you dance around it, hmm. who's technically the oldest then? Just without, the oldest comic book character what, or the what? oldest Marvel character? Marvel character. Oh, God. It's, it's uh, Namor, technically. I, I can't verify that, but he is an old one. Because the original Human Torch and Namor and Captain America all ran around together back in, in World War One. It, like actual World War One, not just stories. World War One. Right. When he comes to just stories, Namor is the oldest, next to Apocalypse. Namor is the fierce mutant, also. So, as a thing, when it comes to storylines, 
Yeah, he would be the first one. Him next to Apocalypse, and it's arguable which one's actually first, but there's a batch of books that line out both ways for both characters. So Human Torch is technically, according, the, according to Google... The android Human Torch. Yeah, not, the, not, the, not Johnny. Not Johnny. The original Human Torch. Go in on. Timely, Tor- in Tor- t- timely Comics, that's 1939. Yeah. Uh, Human Torch, Submariner... Submariner. Submariner, sorry. The Angel and Kazar and the Masked Raider. Submariner is Namor. Right. Yeah, Namor. Sorry. I don't know why I said that wrong. So 1939. So they're, they're close. Because sub, right. sub, sub, Submariner is the same, same year. So the f- my, my point with that, regardless of like, none of the other ones have, sh- are, have shown up yet, and they probably won't, I don't think. Well, we got the Human Torch, Toro's suit. Well, in Captain America First Avenger... We have a version of him on display in the World's Fair. It's something that's in the back. It's in the middle of a shot, actually, whenever they show Bucky and uh, Steve uh, right. out at the World's Fair. Yeah, with it's, it's an Easter egg for sure. So it's there. But as a character, does it mean though, anything? At this point, I'm going to say, unless we go back to do like all Winter Soldier or like... Which they haven't even done the regular... They haven't yeah. even done like the, the current I doubt Human we'll see. But, but even then, my point on that is like, if you're going to bring somebody to the MCU... Namor is such a cool character, and he's been around for so fucking long. That's, I mean, if you're gonna do a thing, that'd be that'd be a cool thing to do is bring him in, because he's a prick. Like the dude is such a fucking asshole, and like again, arguably, like he's the first mutant. He's one of the first Marvel characters ever, and they do have the rights to him now. Well, they've always had the rights to him. They just, the the thing that they don't have the rights no, to is Kevin the distribution. Smith, Kevin Smith did. The uh, Namor's. Distribution rights are owned by Universal Studios. Namor was film like rights in general oh, were owned rights. by Kevin Smith for a while. Different thing. Film rights, distribution rights, two mm. different things. Okay, They're, well, as so, far yeah. as film rights though, Kevin Smith did owe them for a while because he bought them on auction, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But like, but but again, I, I think I don't know what's what's changed with that. But it'd be cool to bring him back because he's a cool character. I agree. Well, he can he's, still show up. He's basically a like an asshole version of Aquaman. Oh, it's way sure. cooler and like has wings on his feet. That's one of the one of the characters that I do know. Again, being the r- ridiculous DC fan that I am, that that Marvel, or excuse me, that DC stole from from Marvel Kinda, because, yeah. He, because he, yeah, some 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 manner was there before. Uh, anyway, as as a thing, being a bad guy, if they're going to do Atlantis versus Wakanda, it does lend, lend propagation to the idea that we're dealing with Shuri as the Black Panther. Because that's how those stories worked in the books. Got it. Does that mean anything for the movies? No. But as a thing, that would be the closest correlation. I think a recasting at this point probably would have leaked, to be honest. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I think we would have heard about it. As far as time frame, it, it's also possible it exists in a time frame when he was just gone. The five years with a gap. If that was the case, I think there'd be more about the seismic activity stuff. But again, it was kind of a throwaway line to... Make us all wonder if they mean the Celestials or if they mean the Atlantis. Well, so, I mean, this this is a comic nerd thing that, like, we should dive more into, like, on the next episode of Top 5 Comics. But, like, Secret Wars has been hinted at massively in Loki. Like, has it? Su- oh, massively. Are we talking about the classic Secret Wars or are we talking about yeah. the modern Secret Wars? Yeah. Mm, no, mean, okay. Well, I mean, there's a couple of things that are sort of similar to it, but that's another one of those things that, like... If they're going to do that, there's so much weird ground in the middle before you could ever get there. And, like, rights-wise, they still don't own Spider-Man. 
whether they make deals with Spider-Man or not, they still own Spider-Man. They did the Infinity Saga without the two most important characters. That's so true. So it has nothing. I don't. I mean, I'm just telling you. Yeah, yeah. They're talking about like Secret Wars being a thing. Um, there's a lot of other stuff like you be, as you like. I watch videos and like, okay, now I see that. Now I see that. Now I see that. There's like a lot of stuff that like if you watch the videos, then you rewatch the episodes or or, or think about the episodes. Like, oh, sure. They're all fucking right. I mean, there's a lot of cool shit that's happening. Marvel has their shit on point, and it is the MCU. It's not Marvel Comics. It's the MCU. It's a different thing. They're very separate, and they're on their own pathway. So they're going to take, just like you said, like the this what what was it? The Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Yeah, you talked about that. They kind of done the Secret Invasion already. They haven't done it, but no, but they have because like because there's a guy that's like a scroll who's who's Nick Fury. So they like they hinted at it, just like well, just like the fucking the World War Hulk thing. They did it in fucking the third Thor movie. That's true. That's their version of World War Hulk. They're they're throwing those those bits and pieces. You can't make a whole trilogy of films on these massive comic book storylines on those situations. That's all I'm saying. Is just like you have to throw bits and pieces to kind of appease the fans and be like, hey, we we realize this is a thing and we're going to throw it in there just for some love for the fans, but also like people who don't know anything fucking about comics. We're only going to do one film about it, and then we're not going to fucking confuse them. And so I think that, like, Marvel has done the best that, like, that anybody's ever been able to do at doing that. Like, that's, that's all I'm saying about it. It's just like, you know, like, I know, I know, like, I could, you can sit and go off about comic book lore for days, CBS, about, like, what could be and what should have been and what was and what, who this person is. And, like, no, an art, I mean, there's no argument in this room. The first person to, like, be like, I think that's so and so in fucking WandaVision when you, well, Agatha. Oh, yeah. Like you're like that's so and so, and I, I I had no idea who she was, so I looked it up and I was like, I don't know, dude, maybe. And then you're like, no, that's for sure. I th- I think for sure that's who the fuck that was, and you nailed it. Like you fucking nailed that. You were the first person to say anything to me before I even read anything on the internet. Sure. And then we started looking into it, and then sure enough, that's who it ended up being. You know, but it was a different version of her because in the fucking comics, she's like the fucking nanny for the Fantastic Four. Yeah, you know, she's like a she's a good person. She's good. She's not bad. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. She's mostly good. Mostly good, sure. Mostly. So I mean, but whatever. But they're doing these things, which is really cool. They're building up to a lot of cool shit, yeah. and whatever. If we get Hawkeye as a scroll, that's the real win for me. No, because me too. Like I don't, I don't fucking know shit about a lot of comics from the old days, like, like or new. I don't know any of that, but I still enjoy the shit out of it. Oh no, and it, it makes sense to yeah. me. They've done you a good know, job like, of that. I mean, as far as the Secret of Age is concerned, there's more coming to that, but... Maybe, maybe, thing, maybe, maybe not. No, nah, there, there is, for sure. Okay, we'll see. But yeah, if it turns out Hawkeye's a scroll, that's a win. That and the, uh, what was the uh, D.B. Cooper thing? That was a win. That was hilarious. That's great. Well, and awesome. So the rad thing about that is... Barely anybody knew what the fuck that was, and then people started Googling <laughs> it. Because somebody said, I'm like, what's D.B. Cooper? And the thing is, is like, like that D.B. Cooper thing, Like, I listened to that episode of the Soap King podcast like five, four or five years ago when they did a D.B. Cooper episode. And I was like, that's fucking rad. And then I bought this like Christmas ornament of D.B. Cooper and it comes with a parachute. And it just, and that's it's like, fine. I mailed it to the Soap King dudes. And it was just like, because it's been, like forever ago. And it's like, dude, like, and then I was like, I only. I didn't know, like, you guys were the ones that talked about it. Like, you ruined it for me, so then I was waiting for it on the first episode, because you guys all watched it before I did. Oh, sorry. And then I, I only knew who D.B. Cooper was based on Prison Break. And then, the research, and then like, research from that's there. That's the only reason I knew yeah. that was a story. 
And then, yeah, research it from there. But then when they brought it back up, you know, that's fucking hilarious. Was, like, but being the fact that he only did it because he's an asshole is so fucking funny. Pretty to me. much, yeah. He's just like, like chatting with the fucking stewardess and shit. I was like, that made me laugh so fucking hard. Like, and Owen Wilson is killing it in Loki, by the way. I was, he's great. I, was, I mean, I love Owen Wilson. I mean, sure. I, I'm a huge Wes Anderson fan, and that's kind of where he got to start, like, Bottle Rockets, one of his first films. But, like, and Hiddleston obviously is murdering. Like, oh, yeah. He's always. But fuck, dude. Like, it's, I was kind of, he was one I was skeptical about. I was like, please don't be shitty. And he's so good in it. So, oh, yeah. anyway. Speaking of, uh, because you brought up Hulk earlier. Sure. We were talking about stuff. Abomination is supposed to show up in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Night. Zillion rings or whatever. Ten rings. Ten rings. The, co- the cock rings. He's he's in the trailer. Yeah, he's in the, you can, the trailer. You, in the new trailer, yeah. you, you can see Abomination. Yeah, it's Abomination from yeah. like the Hulk film. So. Tim Roth? Tim not Roth. Just, not as Tim Roth. They haven't said. The voice know. is Tim Roth. Oh, really? Is it for Tim sure, though? Is. Yeah. Nice. But he may not show up as a human? I doubt we'll see him as a human. Okay. No, probably not. Yeah. Abomination doesn't work quite like the Hulk. It's not a transformation thing. Like, okay. Well, we talked about this last week, but Abomination was supposed to show up in... What was it? Someone sees Abomination, that's it? He's Abomination? In the trailer, we only see him as Abomination. Yeah. As far as transformation is concerned, once he changes, he doesn't change back. Um, so he's always... Yeah, he's always Abomination. abomination. Okay. The only one that ever really changed back was uh, Rick Jones when he turned into A-Bomb, which was basically the same thing except blue. So not entirely the same thing. Rick Jones has a weird... So, like, Rick Jones is basically Marvel's version of uh, Jimmy Olsen. Mike Jones! Oh, sorry, Rick Jones. Uh, Rick wrong, Jones. Wrong. I'm sorry. Diff- different, different guy. Sorry. Different guy. Sorry. He's not on IMDb, so it's not official. I mean, it really isn't, so... Well, I guess it's it might just, be somebody else, but that's, that's what we read. I don't know what exactly, is, how that's going to work. We all hope, because he's but great. As a thing, and that's the way I understand it. But yeah, he's in the trailer, and like you see the slight changes to him versus the Hulk version. They kind of gave him the thin ears, kind of, and they have him wearing a loincloth. So, CGI's you know. gotten better, so. Oh, yeah, 100%. But you know who he's fighting in that trailer? Janky. No. Fing, Fing Fang Foom? That would be awesome, too. But Ooh, no, no Fing love Fang Fing Fang 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 so Doctor Strange is Wong. So there's a very heavy, heavy Marvel news night. Um, a merch leak, which happens all the fucking time because people are fucking morons. True. Um, teases that Scorpion will be one of the main villains in Spider-Man: No Way Home. Well, well, it doesn't make sense. We sort of teased him in the first movie. I mean, we have him show up in the gang that gets busted, and then we see him in the prison cell. Yep. So that makes sense. He's just a big green guy with a fucking scorpion tail. He's just one of the sinister. But the guy six. that's talking to Woody Harrelson, like right. uh, into the right. in the post credit scene, yep. is that that's who he's so talk, supposed talking to, to be. Michael Keaton. Yeah, or, Keaton. yeah Michael Keaton. Michael like, that's yeah. who he's supposed to be. Yep. Is that guy okay? He has I was thinking Woody Harrelson because of Venom. No, you're good. Yeah, hey, fucking. He has the same character. The Venom name. thing out of my head. So when they call him by name, it's the same name. Okay. Which. Not to drastic change, not to, I mean, it's not, it won't be drastic, but if Woody Har- Harrelson plays the chaotic, fucking murderous Cletus Cassidy, Cletus Cassidy, that I hope that he does. Me too. I will like Venom too. What else? Yes. What else would he be? 
Well, because I, I know the first. I don't know the first, shit about any of that other than no. I love the Maximum Carnage video game when I was a kid. It's, man, but I feel like he's Cle- the perfect it, person to play that. It's a great <laughs> so, video game. Cletus well, Cassidy is a fucking serial killer. He's out of his fucking mind. That gets a symbiote, yeah. which is nuts. But it's, like, it, yeah, it, it, and I just didn't like Venom because I think. Like, Venom was a full-on, just straight-up villain, and then as time went on, they kind of changed him into an anti-hero, and I hate anti-heroes, because they're, it's taking a character that's like, oh, they're so successful, let's make them an anti-hero so they're not as bad, and it fucking pisses me off. And it's a fucking thing, and it's just like, god damn it, just let people be a fucking villain. Like, the Joker is a fucking straight-up villain. Like, he's not, there's no good about the Joker. He's a fucking villain. Like, that's it. And quit trying to make people an antihero. Trying to reach the younger, not. trying to reach the younger crowd. Probably don't you know, gray like, area bullshit. There's some people that just want to watch the fucking world burn. And Tom Hardy too. Like, don't try to make him a good guy. He's a fucking badass. Yeah, and the and Venom is a fucking terrible fucking creature. That's why like he's one of Spider-Man's arch enemies. Like. Like I hate that shit. Like that's why I don't like Venom. That's why I, Topher Grace. I was like, <laughs> Topher Grace. Just, I put a thumb in your ass. And Topher, you wouldn't even fucking do anything. Topher Grace deserves to be shot for that role. But uh, I was bummed that in I'll the tell, mo- I'll let him. I'll, I'll forgive him for editing if he if he releases his version of The Hobbit. Okay, but until then he can eat my ass. I, 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 <laughs> Eddie Brock's a dick. Eddie Brock is, is an asshole, and he's not in that movie. And that's kind of where I thought that, really, before anything started, I was like, oh, Tom Hardy can be a fucking dick. Put Look up in fucking Lawless, and then fucking put that same fucking role. He's a dick all the time, yeah, right? put that like, same role why, in Venom, and that's kind of what I pictured, and it wasn't even But close. then the writing was like, no, he's yeah. not doing that. Because so. y'all make movies about bad guys. Unless you make the Joker. Of course you do. Suicide Squad. Movie about bad guys. Not really bad guys. Sure they are. They're all in prison. Guardians of the Galaxy. They're they're crooks in space. Dark Knight Returns. Literally a Joker movie. Wow. It's a Batman movie. The Dark Knight or Dark Knight Returns? Well, Dark Knight. You know what I'm talking about. Dark Knight. Do you talking about the one with Ledger? The Dark Knight is literally a Joker film. Yes. Okay. It's a villain movie, 100%. Uh, you and think, he's, you think uh, all those are villain movies, to be fair, and you're not wrong. You're not wrong. They are. They, yeah, I get it. I get uh, what you... I, I, in the first one, I don't... No, the first one, no. Crane, absolutely. No, it's more It's more about Bruce Wayne in the first one, but the second one is 100% about the Joker. It's more more Joker screen time than anybody. Sure. And he he later steals the fucking show, which he does, which is brilliant. And it doesn't bother me. Like, it's fine. That's what... The only thing... The You guys... You're taking away the fact that you think that I I dislike Christian Bale's Batman. I'm not saying that I dislike him as Batman. I just think that like those films are less about Batman and more about the villains, which is cool. And I like that take on it. Especially the second one. It's just like Heath Ledger steals that show. Like it's not about Christian Bale's Batman. Christian Bale is just a guy like they picked the best guy that they could uh, there would have been there's nobody else that could have played Batman in that time frame against those other actors. I'm, so I'm not taking. This is. So I talk a lot of shit, but I this like is, this. I like what you're doing right. I'm now. not talking shit. I'm telling you honest. Like, there's not a lot of actors who could have taken on the role of Batman in a take uh, in a real world take on a character versus somebody like Heath Ledger. And nobody knew that Heath Ledger was. I mean, we did, but we didn't. Could be that fucking brilliant. And he took on that role, and he was secondary to that fucking movie. And Heath Ledger murdered it, and he was brilliant. And the thing is, is like, it's not a Batman film. It's a Joker film. It's about, like, if the Joker existed in real fucking life, how crazy would that motherfucker have to be? 
And it's like, that's what, that's why that film is so brilliant. T-Huff, I am rock hard right now. You? For sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just saying. I'm saying that. We like, appreciate it. I we crack, I could crack I, some ice with this thing. But, but I can tell you though, like, when it comes to a Batman film, like in a, in a straight up real Batman film, Christian Bale is not the best Batman. That's, That's the difference. Well, Pattinson's going to beat them all, so it doesn't really matter. Shut the fuck up. Here's where we all fucking get derailed, right here. <coughs> then we can all be I'm on kidding. different I, I sides. Don't, I don't believe that. That's all I'm saying. I'm it's joking. just like... No, I understand. And the, even in the third one, you know, it's more about the villains. It and is like, and it, and much more about Bane. And, 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 which, it is what it is. Like, and th- I thought the third one was kind of weak. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the third one at all. It was the weakest. For sure. By far. But the first one was like... that. I mean... Tyler does like Tyler's point on that when we did when we do the Chris Nolan one. If you want to know a little bit more about like when like him going to fucking the Himalayas and him like like Rajah Ghul like I mean first of all like I was like ah, fucking Liam Neeson's Rajah Ghul right now. This is fucking stupid. Why we're pretending some Asian weird Asian guy that's like bringing the the white guy tea? But I didn't is, know is Rajah Ghul like this is a waste of my time. So I mean there's shit like that. But again, you don't read comic books, so you don't know. I read Batman when I was a kid. When I was a kid. Well, there's like a thousand bazillion Batman, Batman comics. I know, but and there's so so yeah. there's so many fucking things. There's ones that like they're a part of Connor, they're not part of New York. There's this thing, and there's this. I was like, fuck Batman. It's just fucking annoying. <laughs> Whatever. It's the one thing. Like no matter what we're talking about, if Batman comes up, it's just like we're D- all gonna division. have something to say about division. it for fucking. The whole time. We did, like, a, we did a book last week that you should have read if you would have been on the episode. The Reptilian one? Yeah. And I did read it. And it's like, like, I was surprised CBS gave it such a low rating, dude. Like, he never gives Batman books that low of a rating. That's the lowest Batman rating he's ever given. Even over the dick Batman? The Shadow da- Dick? Damned is good. Damned's a good oh, book. Means. Damned. The, the, oh, damn. The damn. Dick the Batman Dick Damned's really? a good story. <laughs> No, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm with CBS. I read that book because I was over here and I was getting ready to. I was, I was here the night before. Like, oh shit! The reptilian, whatever Bad was it? Dick. Reptilian? Yep. Bad I thought dick. it was extremely poor. Extremely poor. Okay, I I agree. But, yeah, but like the thing is, is, CBS never gives Batman books bad ratings. The Joker in that fucking book looks like a goddamn. Uh, it's it's Jackson it's, Pollock. It's painting. there from one scene. I don't and care. The art ruins it. Yes, sure. that's yeah. what we talked about. And the story, the story, we, me and me and CBS kind of chatted about, it, and I was like, "This is not top-notch like, anything." It's like, meh. yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I, I I'm do, glad you gave it. A, but, but I do that a lot with Batman shit, and sure. like CBS loves Batman, so he's kind of biased. Got it. I love him. I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm biased too. But you're all biased because you all like he's Batman. The one superhero from my childhood I remember really loving, even before. The, the fucking Tim Burton movies. Makes sense. He was the only superhero I was like, I fucking like this guy. As a fucking five-year-old kid, like, I like this guy. The greatest thing that Batman ever fucking did, ever, unarguably, the greatest thing that Batman ever fucking did, and all his brilliance... Was punch Guy Gardner in the face. <laughs> that is the greatest thing that he ever fucking did. Oh, and if anybody man. wants an argument with me, uh, I wouldn't say it's the greatest thing, but it is a pretty awesome thing. It you is awesome. That's that's yeah. I don't know if because it was literally a hero in the Justice League punched a Green Lantern in the in face because he was talking too fucking much yeah. and running his fucking mouth, and Batman literally knocks him out with one punch, and he's just like, 
He should have quit talking. Greatest fucking thing ever happened. I don't give a fuck. That's good shit. He's like, you should work out more and fuck more prostitutes. Guy Garner probably fucked more prostitutes. <laughs> There's actually books where he takes ladies to one of the Triple X theaters in New York as a date. All right, well, there you go. Yeah. Bruce Wayne did it better, I guess. Well, it's a different kind of thing. Guy Gardner's probably, yeah. He's got a different kind of speed. He's also badass, to be honest, but as a thing. Yeah, Guy Gardner's brilliant. He's like, yeah. eh. Questionable in the 80s, but yeah. No, he was great in the 80s, too. So fucking <laughs> hilarious. But anyway, as as a Green Lantern, Kyle Reiner's Kyle Reiner's the best. Is my favorite, but Guy Gardner's like, a, it's like one and one and A. Like, I, it's kind of like, I love Guy Gardner. He's so fucking fantastic. Kyle's my favorite. Yeah, he's he's pretty awesome. The Batman sixty or the Batman uh, Tim Burton stuff. Not that it matters to most of this show, but as a thing. Oh, so there's a comic book based on Michael Keaton's Batman. They're right? going to be doing one. Yeah, they're doing oh, a book based oh, on really? that on that universe. Batman so. eighty nine cool. is the titling. Oh, I did see that. Mm-hmm. That's dope. So Batman eighty nine is a six part miniseries that takes place. During the Tim Burton universe. So. I'll buy one of those and pay you beforehand. And mm-hmm. you'll, we're going to get to see fucking Lando as fucking Two-Face. That's what the end is. Yeah. yeah, dude. Billy D. Williams, yeah. Yep. That's They're, pretty sick. Art, art-wise, but yeah, like, basically, because he plays Harvey Dent. And yeah, he was signed on to, no, do, I remember that. And, to do both of them. Well, movie-wise, he... Yeah, yeah, he was signed on for two films. So, yeah, as a thing... It's going to be based in that time frame. The, the short, short pitch for the story is basically after the Joker's death, the streets have run wild with people dressed like the Joker and people dressed like Batman, causing all kinds of problems. So Harvey decides he's going to go after the only option there is, which is Batman. But he's going to use his buddy Bruce Wayne to do it. So, you know, should be awesome. But yeah, like the it. pictures of uh, the cover A for the first issue, the cover is so good. Um the cover B is it's all right, but it's, the cover A is like the winner there. But yeah, we're talking Lando Calrissian, Harvey Dent going after Batman, which is cool, awesome. No, it's rad. It's a great idea. Oh, yeah, no, it's great. Like as a thing, there was a point prior to this, back in I don't know the early two thousands, that there was another guy pitching a similar idea, but he was aiming more at adding new villain characters, and so he he had some mock up art done. For a Poison Ivy as Gina Davis, I think is the actress. Yeah, probably. And, uh, as far as the thing, like, there's pictures of that are drawn up to look like her as Poison Ivy for what they were trying to push back then. That didn't work out so well, so this has happened. I hope that this maybe leads to that idea, because the couple of test pictures out in the world of it looked awesome. Mm. So. Mm. Time period that checks out Gina Davis. Yeah, that, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. So we'll see. But yeah, as far as this miniseries is concerned, it's called Batman 89. And yeah, I think it'll be freaking awesome. Maybe you can sit on. We we'll do an ep, a, an issue of that, and we'll talk about it in the comment. Come down, yeah, sure. That'd be fun. F and A cotton. Let's do it. Um. So, as we derailed quite a bit, but um, do we do yeah. that on the show? Last like Batman. Last bit of news I go, I have is Fast and Furious has passed X Men as the fifth highest grossing franchise of all time, which is isn't hard. Like, X- how many of them are there now? How many X Men movies are on? Too fucking many because they count the Wolverine. <laughs> film. They count the Wolverine films too. Oh, do they? Is it nine and nine? It might be. I don't know. If you count the Wolverine movies, there's three of those. I'm counting eight. Four of those? Isn't count- there? No, there's only three. Wolverine there's only three. Movies. I'm counting eight X Men movies here. Even with first, first three, two Wolverines, 
First class. Three, three Wolverines. Three Wolverines. Three Wolverines, sorry. First class has two. Well, there's only one first class. One first right, class. Right, but first... The, uh, but in that chain of movies, Days yes. of Future Past. Right, that's two. Apocalypse. Oh, shit. Forgot about that Phoenix. fucking abomination. Phoen- Dark Phoenix. There's ten. And New Mutants. Which New Mutants is part of it. Marvel, Disney. still ten no. to nine, and ten, Fast and Furious wins. I don't think New Mutants counts. So there's a pot. So there's a Phoenix count then? Yeah, yeah because it's released. an X-Men film. It says X-Men on the oh, fucking gotcha. title. Okay. New Mutants doesn't say X-Men, New Mutants. It's just New Mutants. That's right. Yeah, that's ten. That's ten. I mean, even if it does, it doesn't matter. Logan. That movie what about Logan? Shit. Doesn't I count? Forgot about Logan. That's one That's what I'm saying. That's part of Wolverine. Of oh, then, then I counted three. Wolverine, Wolverine, There's Origins. four Wolverine movies. That's what I said. No, there's Three not. Wolverine. There's only three. Logan counts as... Logan's the third Wolverine. One. X-Men, Wolverine. Oh. Well, I said... That's what I said. Origins and then Logan. Yeah, so three. So we're still at ten. Okay. Then Logan. There's only three Wolverine movies. So ten. So a movie about fucking cars that go to space is better than fucking the X-Men. That's how... To the general public, yes. Well, no one says better. It just made more money. Doesn't... But the general public is Plus more... Plus it has Hobbs and Shaw. See? So there's more movies still. So there's nine of those and there's so one Hobbs 10, and 10. Shaw. 10-10. 10-10. There you go. Like the little boy with the dog. 10-10. It's, it's, no. Is it just Hobbs and Shaw or is it Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw? Doesn't matter. Same character. Fast and Furious presents Part of the same Hobbs and Shaw. Then New Mutants would count too. Uh, but does, he's right. It does say Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. That's okay. the title. Okay. So it's 10 10 in FF wins. They went to space in the last one, so yeah. Went to space. It just happens. Yeah. Doesn't mean they win. It's went only the. And it, was, it just opened this weekend, too, so it's going to, like, destroy it. You're also talking about different money amounts, too, because, like. When the first couple X-Men movies came out, it's a totally different time frame. There's a lot more they, they douches in the world that like fucking fast cars. Yeah, motherfuckers. Comic books. Star Wars, so. is, Star Wars on that fucking shit, and they started making movies in the 70s, so don't give me that. Well, that's a good point. They also released the same three movies three times, so just different versions of them. As a no, it's crazy all the same. realization. They don't relist them. They just we're, list the same one the same one. talking about three versions of Hope and Empire and Return. No, they don't, re- they don't relist them separately. It's all the same film. That's weird, because there's three versions of it. It's the same film, though. It's the same film. Re-released. Whatever. They just add to the original. Numbers-wise, it's the same film. Oh, I see. Stacking money-wise. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Vin Diesel's popular. I don't know. Yeah, it's a car about race cars and fucking ninjas and fucking The Rock. It's true. Which I liked. I was hoping... I'm bummed out he's not in this one with fucking Cena. I hope that happens soon. He's He's too busy, bro. It's yeah, true. he's got or a lot of shit too going. rich. Jungle yeah. Cruise and he's doing Shazam. Or, I just uh, put Shazam. a. I just Black put Adam. a. Adam right now. Yeah. I just put a a documentary on Plex, and it's like The Rock's most electrifying matches. And it's oh like yeah, I watched six it. wrestling matches. So I watched good. it the other day, and like, this is great. It's so good. Like, nice. <laughs> he was quite the character. Like so, he is he, quite the character. But I mean, I'm saying in, in WWF, I think, I think he's still I think, quite the character when he goes he on. He's still awesome. Oh, he still goes on. Every, I've periodically, never, I've never seen. I haven't seen yeah. newer stuff. I just remember older stuff. I nah. think he was the most entertaining wrestler for a long time. It's 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 pretty close. I mean, there's it's pretty hard argument to say that he may be the greatest wrestler of all time. I would I, I would argue it's Hogan, but yeah, I, would, I, would, I don't I would. know, dude. The Rock has done it for more years and been more successful, and is that much more awesome? I don't know, dude. It's pretty hard to say. Like, it's pretty hard to make that argument. Sure. Except that Hogan still shows up like kind of regular. So does The Rock. Yeah. 
No, he does. Okay. The Rock's shown up more than Hogan has because Hogan got in trouble for beating his wife, remember? Oh, oh yeah. So he was out. They they kicked him out completely for a while. They even took him out of the Hall of Fame. Said the N-word, too, yeah. Well, that... that, that yeah. Vince, yeah, Vince McMahon doesn't care about that. <laughs> yeah, he really doesn't. <laughs> That's funny. He's like, I say that word every day. It's not funny, but... He's like, don't let him wrestle for like six months. We'll act like we care. Yeah. But then, like, but a, keep selling his fucking shit. <laughs> well, they made a lot of it. But then they they, br- they yeah. brought him back again, so it's just like, yeah, all right. <laughs> so I mean, whatever. And speaking of people getting fucking let off of shit, Bill Cosby's out of fucking jail. Yeah, no shit. Oh, That's really? actually the last note. Two news days thing. ago. Yeah. No freaking way. Yeah. yeah. I'll be damned. I thought I about saw it. one of those memes, and they're like, "Free Britney, bitch!" And he's like, "Best I can do is Cosby." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was clever. I'm like, what? I almost <laughs> just spit my fucking drink out. Because that's fucking the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like the fucking, what are the guys that run that, like the pawn, the pawn show? Oh, the pawn stars like guys? like the two guys. And it was like, please free Britney. And they were like, best we can do is Cosby. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> oh my God. So good. Yeah, he's out. How many accusations? 30? 10. At I least feel ten, like it was like thirty. At least ten were put on the stand at his trial, and now he's just no. You're good. Go, go frolic. Well, how many years has he been in prison? Two and a half. I'm sorry, three. Huh? Like full on prison, and they like love how him many in prison too. Pops do I have to suck to get one of you guys to fuck? Well, they were saying they're like they were saying like during the COVID thing, like we're just gonna let him out. He's old. He's gonna die anyway. He is, he's like yeah. blind. He's fucking all this shit. And there's like and he's just like fuck. He's, he was pretty much just like eat my like all he has to do. He had to do like one thing. He's like eat my ass. Fuck you guys. I'm out. I'm not gonna fuck you guys. I don't do anything. And they're like okay, because like he was killing it. Like I mean, well, they, they don't rape old men in prison. Like that, and like a blind Cosby who, and he was killing that? it, and apparently he was like loving it. Like they were, and then, so then like all of a sudden they like. So basically, what happened? If you actually look at the court things, and I'll give you guys a quick overview. And I, the only reason I know this is because I listened to a podcast on him, so I I know all the stuff. So can you Bill Cosby? You know, it's hilarious. So, and it's worth a fucking listen. But there was only one court. There was only one case left within the. uh What's Limits of statutation. Yeah, the statute of limitations. Statute of limitations. Thank I, you. I got it backwards. Thank you. The, the statute of limitations, there was only one person, I guess, left that could actually, like, file charges. Right. And so that's the one that had to go through. All the other ones had passed the time period where they could do anything about it because it happened so long ago. And so that's the one they questioned, and they went to court, and, it, like, the appeals and all that stuff. And so because of all the past shit, they were like, fuck it, let's try and throw as much out as we can. And like he'll at least have to do some jail time while he appeals, and that's what happened. And that just goes to show you if you're going to me to somebody, which I'm not saying that Cosby didn't do these things, but if you're going to say, hey, this person did something inappropriate, your time to act is very, very soon after it happens. You can't wait 40 fucking years. And yeah, again, like if it's just a money grab, like you got to do it fast. No. And it, and it was... Uh, yeah. I mean legitimately. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. I mean, but I'm saying like... Somebody Don't try to get money fucking 20 years later. Right. And again, like, like everybody, like, talks shit. And I, and I will say, I'll be the first one to say, like, I understand. I don't understand because I've, ne- like, I thank God I, I don't understand. But, like, like, 
so many fucking horrible things happen to women and they get like people get away like that fucking like white college kid that fucking raped that chick behind the dumpster and literally got caught by multiple people in the act only got like some and the judge is like whoa we don't want to ruin this kid the rest of this kid's life it's just like motherfucker you were raping a fucking drunk chick behind a fucking dumpster behind a bar and he like that's the kind of shit that happens so the thing is women are like well if i say something it's gonna ruin my life because i'm gonna be all over the fucking place and so like i get like why more women don't say shit like i i really do like across the board like it is fucking terrible so well there's always the fear of Whatever dude's gonna just fucking beat the shit out of you, right? Time and time and time but again. In, but until us as a society start taking that shit seriously, and if you fucking get convicted of rape, and they shoot your fucking dick off, maybe that should be the penalty. Wow. No, I'm serious. Like, and it's like, well, maybe he didn't do it. It's like, there's a lot of people who went to fucking prison for murder that didn't do it. So, like, 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 way more than rape. So let's not have that conversation. Just like maybe don't put yourself in a self in a position where like that can be a thing. Like you know, like there'll be a lot more respect to women. Like I'm just saying. Like it's this. a difficult conversation because it's like we don't know who did what, who will continue doing what. Like it's I don't know. Okay, let's say this then: you get blatantly caught behind a dumpster raping a fucking drunk chick, shoot the guy's dick off, and be like, okay, if you get convicted, that's what happens. That's going to change a lot of shit. I mean, yes. make it make it a, yes. a normal thing. Okay, first, yeah. if it's like if it's just one person's word versus the other, that's a little bit different. But if it's like literally like three people catch you doing it, it's like okay, we get to shoot your dick off. And they're like, what do you mean shoot my dick? Like literally, we're gonna like you get to ho- you have to hold your own dick out, and we have somebody the woman you did it to gets to shoot it off. Then like that changes well, a lot of shit. It's not big enough, and you can't hold it. That's why you use a shotgun. <laughs> but then it gets his hand too. Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't rape bitches. Maybe you should be a fucking gentleman and fucking ask them to go on a picnic. 100%. That's all I'm saying about that. Picnics are better than rape. So speaking of <laughs> fucked up shit. <clears throat> god. Oh my god. New segments. Oh, I have just one more piece of news. Okay, Jesus. I was so excited, but I forgot the newest segment. Because I'm excited. Really, this is taking so long. Good Warner, thing we only have four movies to talk right. about. Warner Brothers turned down Kevin Smith's DC Comics pitch because it was too dark. What's pitch? His pitch for a Warner Brothers movie universe. Which is hilarious. For what movie? That sounds funny. It didn't say He, he didn't say what he wanted to start Just with. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers in general turned down his... But it was it was Superman. A D, no, a, a DC movie universe that. But it was Superman though. Was his first one. That's a long time ago. This is new news. This is new. Yeah, this just apparently, came out. Apparently, he was going to try to do something himself. Did you read again. this? No, but I'm aware of the concept of it. Um, but yeah, I, I would say was it because it's too dark or because it just sucks? It's on uh, his podcast, Fat Man Beyond. Sure. Um, spoke out. Warner Brothers turned down his DC pitches. Uh, stating that it was too dark. That's it. I just think it's hilarious that his version was too dark, and then they, not that they were all excellent movies, but crucified Snyder because they were too, too dark. dark. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, and the only other thing is, speaking of rape, <laughs> oh, God. James Franco agrees to $2.2 million settlement over sexual misconduct suit. Should have led with that. <laughs> nah. That's it. I don't. I don't usually throw those things in the news because we're not that kind of podcast. So I'm just. I just was going off what you said. 
Huh. It's, all, it's all part of the so much about rape. Well, well Cosby came out because we were like, the pudding and the pops, and the, you know. <laughs> Skip does a good fucking Cosby. Oh, does he? He, I bet he, but he does a lot of good impersonations. Yeah, he's pretty good about a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> all right, I'm ready. New segment. I'm ready. Okay, so the segment that I want to keep, which seemed to be an an, ex- an incredible success, is movies T Brown probably hates, but he fucking shouldn't because they're brilliant. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for the next? I one? Am pretty good one. Ready. Cue the music. Well, we did it last time. We did do it last time. Oh, I don't remember. I was drunk. <laughs> it was... What was it last week? It was, uh... Tremors. Movies and I love Tremors. T. Brown probably hates, but he fucking shouldn't because they're brilliant. Do you remember that now? You have one? The ESPN thing? Actually, it was a drum roll last time, which was really good. I like the ESPN thing. That's so awesome. There you go. Um, that's copyrighted. <laughs> Real genius. With Val Kilmer. Yeah. I've never seen it. Is that a fucking surprise? No, not at all. Okay. Well, not that I have anything against it. I've just never seen it. And I like Val Kilmer a lot. I like that movie. Okay, so when we I hit... Liked it a lot in So the this is only 90s. the second week of this situation, but if you we run into a movie that you haven't seen, that you sh- probably fucking should have, because it's part of a segment, then you have to report back the next week. Okay. I can watch. You have to have a report. Okay. And it has to be like this. I, Tyler Brown, say that the movie, Real Genius, is fucking amazing, or whatever you're going to say, because you're like, I don't like it because it's not funny, and you want things and stuff. No, you have Double to spaced? read it to me and te- you have to okay. tell me how you feel about it for real life. I can do that. So that's still a segment. That's okay. not, that segment's not going away. I like it. Okay. I agree. Again, if you want to be on this podcast, this segment's going to exist. I like I, next new segment. I like my own pod, my own segment. Next new segment. This isn't a, this isn't a personal segment with anybody. Everybody, anybody can take this on. And I've been thinking about this one a lot, but I have one this week. Okay. I have one this week. Things that piss you off that aren't your fault. I'm it sounds like Peter Griffin's show that's on the no. Family Guy. Okay, maybe. The things that piss you off that aren't your fault. I'm losing it. It makes me so mad. Okay. It's like, so girls, females, they, when you, when you first are interacting with them and they, they go down on you right away and they just start going down on you. And then, like, the only reason I'm telling this is because I listened to the Tom Segura, like, the Two Bears, One Cave, and mm-hmm. they were talking about that. And so, and then they finish you, and then, like, ten minutes later, then they that then they want to have sex. And, like, the first time you hook up with a chicken, they're just like, you just blew me and then finished me, and now you want me to have sex with you? Like, what, what do you what do you think about a fucking machine? I've never had that happen. No? No, if you're going to blow me... You're gonna blow me, and I'm gonna. I. I that, that's it. I'm done. Exactly. Yeah. That. If you finish while you're getting blowed, that's it. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not. But that's things that piss me off that aren't my fault. It's like they're mad at you, and you're like that pissed me off. Like you're the one that you. What if do you, you think I'm fucking twenty two years old? If you start with you blowing me, you can't expect me to like this to end in like a nice 
good round of just rompingness, like just good, like orgasm oh, bliss. I, I think that you can as long as you don't finish whilst being blown. Correct. Yeah. Well, don't keep doing it then. Stop yeah. and be yeah, like, right. okay, now let's have sex. Exactly. Yeah. Don't just keep doing it and be like, woo, no, I win no. because I got you off first. It's no. like, now I'm done. Now I'm like, done. No, I'm going to bed. Nice to, yeah. nice to see you. Oh, that was great. It's over. They were talking about on, the, on Two Bears, One Cave this week, and I was like, that's a good fucking point. That is a good point. But I've never had that happen. Every every girl who, who has been like, oh, I'm going to blow you now. I'm like, all right. But there ain't anything happen afterwards. Okay. Start, and if they, you, if you start, I'm going to lay here until you, right. Until right, you finish me, then I'm going to go to sleep. Lay, stand. Or they're really bad at it, and this, you just tell them to stop, and then you go to sleep. In it's argumentation to, to that, times. in argumentation to that, though, if you're having sex and you come in a vagina, sometimes you can go again. I agree with that. If you don't take your dick out and you just try again, sometimes it works. Oh, I agree with that, hundred percent. No, blowjob first. No, I agree. No with fucking that. way. I- I need I I need I need a I need a I need a breather if I'm gonna go for round two. No, not if you go like immediately after again. Just try. Or you just okay. keep. Or you just keep going. Go gentle, and okay. slow, yeah, and work back into it. And you that's stay hard. a different story. Okay, but blowjob and then bust. No, no way. Yeah, if they blow you, then you're done. I feel like that should be because like I feel common like, I, I feel like if they go if they go for that first, then you're just like. You don't want to have sex with me. You just want to blow me. And if that's the case, then Correct. fine. That's my right, opinion right. on it. I'm very okay with that. I just, and again, this isn't from like, I mean, this is from years of since, since I became sexually active was until that, now, which is like 12, 22, 12, 22 years. 12, 12 for you, 12. Like, uh, hey, you just 19, gave me a rusty trombone. I'm not busting another nut tonight. This is it. Well, I don't know. If somebody gives me the rusty trombone, I'll pretty much do anything after that. <laughs> That's never happened to me, but I'd be into it. <coughs> I will buy you a Lamborghini the, when we are done. That with is this. the only hand job that is worth a fucking high five for. I agree with that. Does yeah. everybody here know what a rusty trombone is? Yes. Yeah. No. Shut the fuck up. Oh, no. Are you serious? That's fine. It's when you're getting like a chick is putting her tongue in your butthole, but jerking you off at the same time from the front. <laughs> they're, behi- they're behind you, tongue in your butt, and then they're like jerking you off. Well, that's an explanation I didn't need, but okay. Well, you, okay, need, but, but, you needed to know. But why is that? Is it because blowjob orgasms are more intense? Because No. Okay, well, then, then why? It's because you're laying there literally doing nothing except you're getting relaxing. your dick sucked. You're not, you're not working out. You're not breaking a sweat. You're just you're literally relaxing. laying there getting your dick sucked. See, and I... I, I, mm. I mean, do you, do you do a lot of work? Like, you just... No, think, no. I, I okay, would okay. I would say that I would say in my opinion that blowjob orgasms are more intense in my opinion. Oh, I don't. Oh, I do. For sure. I think it could go either way. So I don't know. Hmm. Depends on the situation. Depends on how good the blowjob is. Well, yeah. For starters, have you had blowjobs that are better than other people's sex? Because I have. No. What? Not than anal. You're missing out. What? What? Not than anal? Anal's better. Oh, definitely not better than anal. Anal's the best. Nah, it's not my not my thing. 
Well, you're married, so you're boring. You know? No, it's, it's not it's that. It, it was never my thing. No, my best anal days were when I was single. So yeah, you didn't do it right. That's the problem. It just wasn't my... It was exciting because she was into it, but it was, ne- it was never my... Anyways, I have definitely had blowjobs that were better than other people's sex, for sure. Than other people's? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not that person's. But... I, I will say this. I don't know. I've been in relationships that I got to the point where... Sometimes they were into like messing around and I wasn't, and I just wanted a blowjob and to lay there and do nothing else, and that's it. So it's just like, yeah. but maybe that I got to a point in that relationship where I was like, I don't want to like do a lot of work and fuck you, but like if you want to suck my dick, I'm cool with it. Which is such an asshole. What I, I but, I, but it's I, not, I it's not depending on the woman. It does. It was. <laughs> It, no, it was especially like two spe- like I can think in my brain. Well, one specifically, I was like, "No, I'm I'm just I'm I worked 15 hours today. I fucking rode my bike 10 miles. I fucking did this and like and you now you want me to fucking do all this work? Like I I tr- and the, the, and to be fair, that morning I tried to have sex with them that morning mm-hmm. and they weren't into it that morning. Yeah, and the thing is, like when I work that much and do all that shit, like come on. Like now, I just want to lay here, and if you want to, if you want to suck See, my dick, that, then that's fine. That is when you deserve a, a blowjob, trombone, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'll shower first. Yeah, that's important. No, it's not. Oh, it God. is. It's you 100%. worked fourteen hours. You biked ten miles in that day. Mm-hmm. You deserve a rusty trombone. No shower. Gross. Jesus. And to be fair, it's I just did, human, man. I had fucking cave, I, And man. to be fair, I had put my tongue in that person's butthole. Then you fucking deserve it. As well. So it's not that I'm not opposed to giving as well as receiving. I'm a very giving lover. I don't think that you could you can't talk you can, I have no complaints. You can if they did if they did an expose <laughs> on my life and you went back through all my lovers, you they would all say, Yeah, he was a very giving lover. He was just an asshole after the fact. Got it. Because when the things are done, I'm just like, fuck you, we're done. I deleted we can, your we can, life. We can, Get out of here. We can make a documentary that's like kind of like the movie Broken Flowers, where would, Bill Murray's like trying to fucking find what woman he fucking pr- impregnated. I started writing my memoirs. But it could just be like... It was called The Art of Juggling Flaming Chainsaws. All Your Conquests. It was and called... Like, it was literally... What do you think of him sexually? When have you ever juggled a flaming chainsaw? It's a... It is okay. So I had a chef that worked for me, and her name was Kate. And I would always talk about my like ridiculous like escapades at the time. And and she's like, "It's like, like you're Nikia's wife." Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and she's like, "You're a fucking maniac." It's like you're juggling chainsaws, but they're on fire. Got it. And I was like, "It's the art of juggling flaming chainsaws." And so then, like, I was like, then I started writing my. It is a little brilliant. How far are you? I am pretty far into it. But I, it's all notes and handwritten things. I'd have to sit. I'd have to be like almost famous. I'd have to sit in the bathtub and just like put it all together. All right. Okay. I like that segment. That was a good segment. We went We went off on it. We learned some things about each we other. We did learn some like things it. about each other. Yeah, for sure. I mean, not CBS, but us three, anyway. I don't think CBS is ever going to tell us anything. He's, about he's done some things, but he's, he's fine with it. Like, he's a good, he's a good dude. Like, he's, he mostly just respects people and takes them on dates and holds their hand if they... Doesn't kiss and tell. If they, if he writes a, he writes a letter, he's like, I would really like to hold your hand. Circle yes or no. And they circle yes, and he's like, then he holds their hand. Like, he's, 
He crosses all of his I's and dots all of his T's. No raping behind dumpsters for me. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Jesus. Full so, circle. So tonight, Ben Affleck, that is our topic. He has four films, only as a director, not as an actor. So here we go. T. Brown, take it away. Gone, baby, gone. Damn, I, my stomach hurts. I was laughing so hard. That was a good now. one. Time the funniest Fuck one. me. No raping behind a dumpster. <laughs> no, please don't. That's uh, <laughs> why I'm the funniest one. <laughs> Like Tom's grill, don't do the dog choke. <laughs> uh, Gone Baby Gone, 2007, $19 million budget, grossed $34 million, nominated Shh. Best Supporting Actress Amy Ryan. Should have grossed way more. It is definitely a sleeper film for sure. Which one? Is this yeah, one? I mean, Gone Baby Gone. What, 2007? No, no, but what one is this one? Gone Baby Gone. Look, explain the film. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is, I, I heard your fucking words, bro. I don't, I don't know. This is when. <laughs> Oh, it's stupid. Laughing. <laughs> uh, this is when uh, there's the kid who's been kidnapped and Ed Harris and Ben a- Ben Affleck and then Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck's the main dad, right? Dad. Yes. Yeah. Main dad. Daughter's been kidnapped. There's a big quarry scene at the end. You haven't seen this? Is this the one that the fucking, like, what's his face? Like, my, not Miles Teller. What's the guy that look, looks already? It played a fucking, uh, played Brian Wilson in the Beach Boys movie, and he, like, kidnapped no, the kids no, 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 and the, no. the snake venom. Isn't that Prisoners? No. No. Snake venom. This was 07. This is fucking. Yeah, that movie was a while ago. God, maybe God. I'm, like, trying to think of this film. I don't. I thought I'd seen it, but I was like, maybe it I It was haven't. super indie. It is really indie. Oh, okay. But made so well. Um, we'll keep talking about it while I like, look things up. Cause- nominated Best Supporting Actress, Amy Ryan. Um, so, to begin with, Ed Harris and Amy Medigan are husband and wife in real life. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. All right. Gone Baby Gone is Ben Affleck's favorite book. Oh, it's based off a book? Correct. Okay. You didn't say that. Uh, I didn't know I had to. Uh-huh. Ben Affleck directorial debut, although he did direct two other films that never made it to the big screen. Do they have those listed anywhere? We need to talk about that. A book? Huh. Let's, let's, let's talk a little bit. I of, didn't know this. I forgot all about this. I'm sorry. Let's talk a little bit You're- about Ben Affleck's first yeah. How about film. how about you rewind and talk about things? I'm, I'm going to note hang, taker. Hang on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. First directorial debut. I killed my lesbian wife, hung her in on a meat hook, and now I have a three picture deal at Disney. That is his first directorial debut. It's a 15 minute short. Sounds like an omission. Just saying. I watched it. There's a reason. There's a dead hooker code for Ben Affleck. Dead hooker cut. Yeah. I mean, the poster is amazing. It's about this director who has his wife hung up in his house, and they have a terrible relationship. She's hung on a meat hook. In Save the back. that picture and text it to me. Okie dokie. I don't know if I've seen this movie. God, really? I thought I had. I thought I was. I was seeing a different movie. What's that guy's name? The crazy looking guy, like. He's, uh. Ed Harris? Uh, no, he's playing fucking the Riddler in the new fucking. Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Yeah. That movie where he's the fucking guy that, like, kidnaps the girls and fucking, like, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, 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 you're prisoners. I said it's That's fucking prisoners. Said. Yeah. Uh, you said something else. He said prisoners. <laughs> he did. It's a newer movie. He totally said it. Hmm. 
with so, the, the whole thing with the whistle, right? Yes. Oh yeah, 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 the yeah, snake yeah, venom. Yeah. Yes, yeah. prisoners. Yeah, no, you're right. There was snake. There's snake venom. So, anyways, this is his first directorial debut. Technically, I is I killed my lesbian wife, hung her on a meat hook, and now I have a three picture deal at Disney. It's a 15 minute short. I watched it. It's not amazing. It is funny, even though it's, it's funny? not. It better be funny, even though it's that not, kind of fucking name. Even though it's not, I don't think meant to be. I honestly think that'd be the best way to end a relationship. <laughs> With a three movie deal at Disney, hell yeah, yeah, motherfucker. No, but like, if your wife was like, "Hey, I'm into chicks," and then like she really was, you'd be like. Oh, okay. Like, I'd be, I'd be like, fuck it. Like, right. like that'd be like, that makes a lot so of sense. Hang on a like meat here, hook? I saved one on a meat hook for you right here if you want it. I mean, I'd still, I'd still murder her, but like, fuck it. Like, oh. at least it'd be a good way. I mean, okay. at least he'd be less angry about it. I mean, if you say so. I mean, if he's like, ah, I was fucking like 19 dudes at the office, I'd be like, ah, you're a whore. I'm going to kill 19 dudes. It's like, I'm a lesbian. I'm just going to kill you and put you on a meat hook. Did I ever tell you my lesbian story? No. Numbers wise, that makes sense. Here we go. Go ahead. <laughs> you want to hear it? Sure. So I'm hanging out with this chick, head over heels. I'm in, hung out with her, polite gentleman, so on and so forth. Getting ready to do the deed, reach my hand down her pants, and she grabs my that wrist. A penis. That would be a really good story if there was a penis. Well, there was. It just says, right? No? Keep going. Grabs my hand and says, I don't think I'm into this. I think I'm a lesbian. Two weeks, yeah. two weeks later. I think... Two weeks later, she's sleeping with my roommate. But she wasn't your girlfriend, though. Wait, no. who are we talking about? Do you I know them? Yes, you know them. We don't you need don't to continue. You don't want me to talk about it. No, I do not. Okay. All right. The films... Hey, I've brought people back from the dark side. I bet you have. So have I. I don't get picked up at the liquor store, so I don't know anything no, about I, that. I, got, I brought somebody back from the dark side. Why is the lesbianism dark side? Well, that they I would say the light side... side. They were. They lived up the street from me. Girls hate each other. It's not the light side. That's it fair. is the dark side for That's sure. Fair. That's women fair. are the Sith for hundred percent. Your motherfucker. <laughs> they are. The fact that like in, right. in all the movies that there's not more women Sith is blows my fucking mind. The because, devil's definitely a woman too. Well, anyway, so like I brought one back, and then so was God. Like supposedly I destroyed her, and it wasn't my fault because I was more honest with her than anybody, and I was very, I was very like communicative and all the things and the person that she's with now they're still together and it's a man just because he acts like a fucking woman but he's still a man just saying got it <clears throat> still did and she's still so there's an episode of Seinfeld like there's the episode of Seinfeld thing where it's just like I sent her to lesbianism he brought him back remember that yeah remember? yep that was that situation but like see I was thinking of the the never mind I can't say it. <laughs> Chasing Amy? That's no, what I was thinking. No, no, no. Of. Another Seinfeld episode. I can't say it. The Puerto Rican Day Parade? <laughs> no, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best episode that there is. The one episode. where Seinfeld's about to be like, "Oh, the you can't do that. You're," and he was going to say, "You're Indian giving," but <laughs> oh. <laughs> what about? I watched that one not that long ago. No. I'm like, say it. He's just like. Oh my god. What about the. W- and she's like, you were gonna say Indian giver. Did, what? <laughs> He's like, no, 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 I wasn't. <laughs> that show's amazing. Okay, so real quick, speaking of lesbianism, but the episode where he's like, he. He doesn't like the chick that he's dating, but he like thinks the roommate's really fucking awesome, and so George and him like concoct a plan to like 
do the do the switch, which is yeah. in, supposedly impossible. But then he does the switch, and then but the 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 girlfriend that he's with is like, I am kind of into that. Let's do that. And he's like, Wait a minute, what? <laughs> he's like, I can't be a guy. I can't be an orgy guy. Like that changes everything. I have to change my clothes. I have to quit shaving my chest. Like it's like a, it's like the funniest fucking thing ever. And I was funny. like, Jerry, just fucking do it, Jerry, do it. And that like, whole show, just watch it over and over and over. So good. I've watched it twice in the last six months. So good. Okay, well, great background. I'm actually. Background noise it's a lot of material. Twenty five percent of the films that we're talking about, I have not seen. Nice. I feel fucking <laughs> shitty because I thought I had seen all these. Around. I figured you'd seen it too. Um, the film's UK release, scheduled for December 28, 2007, was postponed for six months because of the film's similarity to a real-life case of a four-year-old Madeline McCann who disappeared from a holiday apartment where she and her family were playing, were staying in a, oh, in Piera da Luz, Portugal, on May 3rd. So they delayed the film in the UK because of because it was similar to an actual thing happening. Correct makes sense. It's like Idle Hands was delayed here because of the shootings at Columbine. Really? Yep. They're not the same at all, but no. dead kids, that's the reason. They delayed a couple things because of that. Yep. For sure. Ed Harris kills in this movie. Um, is directed extremely well. Casey Affleck, obviously. Um, great, great cast. Good film. Yeah, you guys, have you seen it, CBS? No, sir. Really? Yeah. It's good. So post when I said I don't it know didn't. Co- I don't think it came to the theater here. No, why? No. But I remember, I was still working at fucking Circuit City at the time, mm-hmm. and I bought the DVD. Yeah, I remember seeing that DVD for sure. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, this is great." I just Ed Harris is what got me into it. I, I oh, I'll sure. watch anything I mean, with Harris, and then come to find out it was Ben Affleck, and then Casey Affleck. I was like, "Oh, this goes a lot deeper than I expected." Yeah. No, this was a really well-made movie. Yeah. For very little budget. Back then, yeah. All right, anything else? Moving right along. Hold on, I have some things. Oh, no, Just go kidding, for it. I don't. Oh, yeah. I didn't see this movie, remember? Correct. That's funny, come on. Dang, hilarious. I have a new segment. <laughs> it's called I'll Interrupt T-Brown when that's, he's doing things important. That's fine, I interrupt you all the fucking time. I actually am... Physically trying not to interrupt you a lot tonight. You so. don't interrupt very much. I'm the interrupter of all fucking time. So I listen to this podcast. I'm like, oh my god, I'm such an asshole. Such a prick. Uh, the town, 2010. So good. 37 million dollars grossed 154 million dollars. Nominated best supporting actor Jeremy Renner. Fuck. Does he kill in this movie? Kills. Merch. So good. It, this is this is my this is my my movie of, of the night for sure. This is the best movie on this list in my opinion. Hundred percent. It's and so good. I think I think like oh man, I can't even heist movies. This is way up there for me too. Sure. This crushes. Yeah. Uh, it is is very very bank good. robberies and shit like this is fucking up there. We all know that Heat's my number one. This is my number two. There's no doubt about it. Okay, there's that's n- that's high yeah. praise. There's that's no fucking, that's good. So good. And Jeremy Renner, man, like fuck. Everybody, Blake Lively. I mean, Renner's just like he's he's like his fucking dog that he doesn't want to pay any attention to, yep. but still is like. I remember there's a scene where he's like, 
We're gonna go a place. Mm-hmm. Fuck people, people up. up. You can't. You can't ask never me ask me about it. And he's like, "Whose car are we gonna take?" Yeah, like I'm like so fucking good, dude. That's a brother. That is a fucking. Yeah, that's that's your family right there, dude. I don't know not... who beat him for that, but I feel like he should have won. Look it up, because Renner did not win. You know, I want to say 2010. Like, who the fuck won for that shit? I mean, I mean, for maybe they, maybe they were better, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know. I'm like Jeremy Renner was like the second I saw this movie, I was like this fucking guy. Yes, no, he's great in it. Yeah, as far as uh. Movies are concerned, yeah, it's, the town's awesome. It really is. Style, you know, I don't just everything about it's really great. For sure. And the whole Boston backdrop, like, Charlestown, all that shit. You know who won? Who, who won? Oh, that's, that's not right. That's 2080, that says March. So I think you want 2011 <sighs> Oscars. Since it's the year That's before. Right. Uh, sorry. Funny. I was going to say complete sentences. Well. That was not the right fucking shit there. I was yeah, like, even the, the other two guys, their other two lackeys, and one of them was a fucking rapper. Fuck, what was his name? You want to know who won? Who won? <clears throat> Our boy, Christian Bale for The Fighter. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> You can't fucking beat that. I can't argue that. Mm. Okay. You can't. Mm. You fucking lost. What? He lost like 80 pounds for that. You see so, another fucking meth head in that goddamn film that does is anything close? I'm just talking about my ass. I can't argue that. He's so I will say, he's really good at losing weight. He probably does meth. <laughs> Come on. There's no more, way to lose weight. It was weight more like than that. that. It was more than weight. How loss. dare you build us up and, and praise <laughs> Bale 20 minutes ago and now you fucking. You take Bale out of that equation, though. Fucking. It's Renner, not praising Bale. You did praise Bale earlier. No, he's, he praised the Batman series Fine. for the villains. The fighter, Christian Bale, wins. Mark Ruffalo, the kids are all right. Nominee, uh, John Hawks, winner's bone. Mark, the, Mark Ruffalo, the, the kids, kids are all right. That was a good one. That's with, Can uh, you see that? <coughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Julian Moore. Julian Moore, yeah. Uh, Which John. Who's that one? That's good. They're divorcing and. Check it out. It, well, but he does the other one. He does the, um, what's the one where he's like. Spotlight? Mark. No, Ruffalo does Ruffalo's one. They weren't divorcing. Oh, they, Julian Moore was gay. Oh, that's right. And oh. had kids and had sex with Mark Ruffalo. That's right. While she was married to a woman. John Hawks, Winter's Bone, Jeffrey Rush, The King's Speech, hmm. and Jeremy Renner. I still think Jeremy Renner fails out of that equation. I, I agree. But, yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving in, uh, Jeremy Renner surrounded himself with actual convicted bank robbers in Charlestown for research to help him nail the accent. You could fucking tell, too. Absolutely. He was on point. Mark Ham or uh, John Ham. Everyone was. John Hammond. Was, who was the fucking rapper? I gotta know that. In this? He was one of the, one of the four guys. The big white guy? Yeah. Yeah, I forget his name. He's in it, though. That's more trivia there. Slain. Slain, yeah. Slain. That's what it was, Slain, yeah. Is that a rap name? Yes. Yeah. Matt Damon slipped into the press line at the Boston premiere, hidden under a Boston Red Sox cap. He and Ben Affleck are childhood best friends. That's weird. You like apples? You like apples? Uh, the, ori- 
The original cut was four hours long. After realizing the film that would never uh, would never appeal to white audiences, Ben Affleck cut the film down to two hours and fifty minutes in three days. The studio producers loved it, but they wanted the film to be no longer than two hours and ten minutes. Well, you know who else I like in this movie? John Hamm. John Hamm. I- so, sorry guys. The the Mark Ruffalo film I was talking about that I was thinking about that when you guys were talking was Infinitely Polar Bear. It was when he's like he's bipolar. And his fucking wife leaves him and the two girls alone and goes like, I need to go find myself and fucking like go to school and do this thing and we'll still be together and like, well, you know, whatever. And like, and he has to raise these two fucking little girls by himself and fucking like that. in New York and she goes to Chicago or vice versa. And it's fucking like hardcore, like gut wrenching, but it's such a good, cause he's a fucking, it's one of the really, really great films that I've ever seen about like how the father is the hero and like not the mom and the mom pieces out. And like Ruffalo murders his bipolar guy, so fucking good. Infinitely polar bear. That's the, that's why I thought you guys were talking about. I was like, that was and like so. I was trying to figure out what you were talking about, but that's put it, put it on the gram. It's not on there. Put it on the gram. I don't have it. Oh, okay. I'll throw it on there. It's like it's 2014. It's really, really, really. Good I don't film. think I have it. It's it's fucking good, man. Like Ruffalo murders, man. That, well, that he always murders. I was just I going. I was going through. I, I was like, ah, oh, Ruffalo would be a good good episode. We're gonna have to do like a two episode on that motherfucker. He's done a lot. Like I was like going through a shit. I'm like, oh my god. Like we can never do that in two, one episode. No, no way. Well, he was almost kind of a bit actor for a while there. I mean, he did uh, what, was, what was it? Boyfriends of Dead Past or whatever the fuck. In that era, it was main. He was mainly kind of a heartthrob. Mm. You remember that one? Girlfriends of I don't. Or de- boyfriends of Dead Past. The one with fucking uh, there's McConaughey? A girl, there's a Girlfriends one. Yeah. Is there oh, is it Girlfriends? Yeah, he's girlfriends. he's the he's the yeah. He's the guy and all the all his girlfriends come back for his ghosts or some shit. No, that's, that's, that's McConaughey. McConaughey. Yeah. I don't remember. There might be another version of the same movie that's slightly no, different. That's McConaughey. But the one you're talking about is McConaughey if it's with the uh Yeah, he there is one where there's a dead girl living in his apartment. Oh that's it. That's Reese Witherspoon, I think. Yes. So that's a similar kind of thing, but not the same thing. Okay. But yeah, he did play a lot of parts where he's the boyfriend guy, 13 right. going on 30. Yeah, he was definitely the box catcher. That hot so rock, many, dude. So many. Bunch of bit parts, oh, whatever. Anyway, four-hour version of the town. Does that exist somewhere? It doesn't. That's unfortunate. I bet you it's boring as shit, but I still kind of like to see it. I have two versions of it, and I think the theatrical is still better, but even the Director cut I have is it's like not that much longer. maybe twenty minutes yeah, longer. It's not like that it's longer. not that much different. So four hour cut, I have no idea. Okay, but that whole cast, like Pete Postlethwaite, that died. Mm-hmm. That's like the flower shop guy. Amazing, so fucking good. Titus, who plays the other cop. Oh yeah, Titus Wellover. Wellover, yeah, yeah. great. He's fucking good. lost. Great actor. Yeah, so fucking plays good. Jacob. Like. There's some good actors in that. Just like, I mean, all of his movies. That's Blake, Blake Lively, again. Yeah. Uh, this film convinced Zack Snyder that Ben Affleck would make a good Batman, as Affleck portrayed a character who was physically imposing and led a double life. Hard huh. mm-hmm. Uh So it is a novel, so you can read the novel, but... Um, the studio heads initially wanted the novel's ending in which Doug is mortally wounded during his shootout with Fergie, uh, for, for Jay Hoes. Fergie? No, it's... Do it, Doug! 
and dies in Claire's arms in her apartment. The ending was filmed, but test audience approved the theatrical version in which Doug survived. They they, they liked the theatrical version. Happy better. ending better than sad ending. Correct. Do it, Doug. What's that from? Ben Affleck originally. <laughs> ben Affleck originally wanted Mark Wahlberg for the role of James Coughlin, but he was busy shooting the fighter. Huh. Okay. Ben Affleck cited The Departed, Heat, Mystic River, and Friends of Eddie Coyle as influences on this film. Of them, Affleck said, we're the R- all our R-rated movies that are in the same vein and the movies I use for the gold standard of success. So, okay. specifically. Makes, it makes, that makes yeah. sense. You can see all that shit in there. But uh, The film's premiere was held at Fenway Park. The cast walked the red carpet along the first baseline. Fuck the Red Sox. It's Boston, bro. When you're from Boston, Boston, dude. Bro. No. You live and breathe it. Yeah, fuck them. Mm, fuck fuck Boston. Fuck Boston pride. Is that how Matt Damon got in? Because he was just Okay, that's, exa- that's yeah. exactly it. 25% of this room hates Boston. And it's me. Okay. Yeah, that's Take true. all your hate out on me. <laughs> Wendell24 on Instagram. <laughs> fucking hit me up. Fuck you. Fuck I, Boston. I love Boston. So. And Ian, if you listen to this, fuck you, Ian. Boston sucks. If you're one of the things. And I don't give a fuck that your dad lived next door to fucking Steven Tyler. Fuck Boston. And Boston Pride. It's bullshit. No. He knows who he is. He was in the Troll. The original Red Oasis. He was there. (laughs) What's the Troll? What? What'd you just say? You know what the Troll is? No. Okay, so you know, like when people like film a movie, and then like the original movie was like this weird, like black and white weird shit. You know what I'm talking about? No. Wait, like what? when you make a movie and then make a better movie way later. Okay, that's the same story. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. So I had this thing when I was fucking like 17 years old called the Truel. So like my parents went out of town, so my friends and me it was hot as fucking Craig. So we put we went and bought like. Five dollars in plastic wrap, and like put it in the back of this fucking pool in my my dad's truck, truck. and filled it up with water. Got it. It's a pool truck. Okay, I got. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard it called a troll. It's, it's not and normal. And this guy thing. right here, Ian, Say. not normal, is a really really good friend of mine. Got it. And he was the original drummer of my original band, The Invisibles. <laughs> and he's a brilliant musician. He went to Berkeley School of Music. Phenomenal motherfucker. Anyway. And he actually, some, he was like crawling in the ceiling tiles, trying to like sneak on somebody, like fell through the ceiling tiles in some girl's room and got kicked out. Maybe that might be a story. I don't know. Ian, if I'm telling, the, if you're listening to this, because I, I think you have, um, if that's a true story, please give me the full details. But I'm pretty sure that there's a butter knife involved and people like, so anyway, he's a brilliant musician and he's like, uh, so anyway, he lives in Boston and like his, Mom lives in Craig. His dad lived in Boston. And his dad's was next door neighbors to Steven Tyler. Hmm. Fuck yeah, nice. So, but he lives in Boston now, and he's like, he hates the Patriots. He's a big Bronco fan. So all Ugh. every time he posts things, it's just like, it's like fuck Patriots and Bronco. It's like it's hilarious because I never watched it. I was like, dude, you need to let that shit go, man. Like, cause like neither team is good this year, and like he just was finally just like. Eh. But he used to be pretty overweight, and he lost a bunch of weight because he started work, working out and eating healthy, and like he's got two kids now, and his wife seems really awesome, and he's doing really well. Anyway, fuck you, Ian, and fuck Boston Pride. I love you, man. This film was shipped to the theaters under the code name Criminal Intent. It's a TV show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Is that all you got about that? That's all I it's got a, on the it's town. A, it's a weak close. That's all I got so, on the town. So I was like, wait, I was waiting for you to be like, and criminal yeah. intent. Yes. And then they I were murdered. I thought we were Ariel already. <laughs> no. We are now. We hadn't moved on. We I have we not moved on to Argo. We, we are still we on the town. We already said something about that it. Was a, we're there. No, I think you mentioned Argo. You, you mentioned Argo. We weren't there. to go through that. the playback to be sure about that, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Well, the town, I mean, fuck. Some of the best car chases I've seen in a long time, too. Really, Better really. than Heat? You are the only one who thinks that the car chases in Heat are amazing. What? You keep saying it had something to do with Down by the Docks, and I was like, that's not in fucking Heat. No. And you, and, you, and I'm... That never happens. There's industrial zones and stuff like that. It's a yeah, thing. Anyway. Right, you, you, you say what you want. I, I know. I'm going to. Argo, 2012. $44 million. It grows two hundred. This movie stressed me the fuck out bad. Like, like really, like, stressed me out. Like, I, I hate this new segment. I'm, I'm sorry. But, like... <laughs> it's supposed to. I know. It yeah. was so well done. Like, I was like... It was like... <gasps> and I, like, I knew what was going to happen. Like, because I, I knew, like, the historical, like premise of this film like i think this is when he hit a stride like the other ones were like yeah whatever like they're good and this well, this like, one won the most awards yeah too. but holy fuck man he this this shit murdered yeah for sure 44 million gross 232 nominated here we go you ready nominated for best supporting alan arkin nominated for best score nominated for sound mixing nominated for sound editing winner film editing adapted screenplay and best picture so you're talking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven nominations you, you win and three best wins. Picture, that's like a yeah, you know. And Josh is right. You you, you are. I watched Whiplash. You've seen Whiplash? Yes. Very, amazing. Yes. Very so fucking, fucking good. good. And I want to talk to you guys about this real quick. So I I made my kid watch it, and and Gina and and, and my daughter Leah had never seen it, and they're sitting there, and 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 the tension is fucking high. Oh yeah. And then we get done, and it's over. And my daughter looks at me. She's like, I hate it. And I was like, why? <laughs> and she's like, it made me feel uncomfortable. I was like, you don't get it, kid. That means it's what I fucking said. good. Exactly. Good and I, I said that. I said, that is a good movie. A movie it makes that can, you uncomfortable? You're like... <clears throat> exactly. I said, a, a movie that can make you feel something, actually feel something like this, like Argo does, makes you feel fucking nervous. No. Until... So good. Literally, until the point the fucking... Plane lands on the runway. You are nervous the entire time. Seriously, uh, yeah. It, it, so explaining this to my kid, I was like, because she, she likes a lot of things, but I was like, you're missing. Well, she's yeah. no dude. Yeah, like I didn't get it until I was sure. Like I don't know. And, and makes you really feel something. And this is and weirdly, this is a very heavy Chris Nolan like conversation, like like topic in this episode, but like Dunkirk. Yeah. Gives me that feeling when, like, getting all those dudes off that fucking beach. I know what happens. I know that most of them get off safely. I know that shit because I'm a fucking history buff. I love World War II. I know a lot about World War II. But, like, when you're watching that film, you're like, oh my God, like, are they going to make it? Ah, like, it's so fucking intense. Then, like, Nolan, that's like, I think, in my opinion, like, again, like, I know, and, and not in a bad way, but, like, that's why I feel like the Dunkirk is his best film. Sure. Is because it's like, it's so brilliantly done and it makes you feel like, they're trying to evacuate an entire fucking army off the beaches of fucking France, get them back to England in fishing boats, and you're just like, oh, with shit. civilians driving, I mean, driving yeah. the fucking boats, it's and insane. you're like, what the fuck is going it's on? An insane concept. With one or two fucking fighter planes defending them, like 
Jesus. Like, it is that's high insane. It's high tension and you're just like, the entire there's, time. There's a lot of movies like that where you're just like... <gasps> and that, poor Tom Hardy. But again, Last of the Mohicans does the same fucking thing. Like, yeah. I read the... No, no, it does. Like, when the end of it, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And you're like, are they... Like, what the fuck's going on? You're just like, it's the hype and it's the fucking build-up. And just like, a good filmmaker does that shit. And it's just like, holy fuck. And again, what, brought, what brings this all up is like... What reminded me a lot of this stuff is like that Quentin Tarantino episode. He was talking yeah. about Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, like, Reservoir They dogs. tried to take the fucking like torture scene out of Reservoir Dogs. Like, he's you know, like, no. A lot of people are going to hate this fucking movie. Like, you need to take that part out of the movie. Wein- like, Weinstein did. Weinstein was Weinstein like, was like, you're going to get flack. For if this. you take this out, the movie will be brilliant without it. And he's like, no, no. Like, we're let's stay in the fucking film. And it is to this day the scene in the film to me that makes me feel the most uncomfortable. When he gets his ear cut off? Stuck in the middle with you is ruined for forever because that fucking scene is so fucking intense. But it's a rough scene. It's supposed to make you feel fucking shitty, though. And this film is, like, trying to, like, get people out of another country back to a safe place because they're, like, because of what's going on in that country. And it's such a fucking, it's a, it's a fucking, like, heist film, Mm -hmm. but in real life. With people. That with actually re- happened with no heist, just getting people's li- just people's yeah. lives, and fucking like the fact that F like like you know I did again like I didn't see the first one and I may have seen it like it didn't seem super familiar to me like so like if you make me feel uncomfortable watching a movie I commend you but th- this, in in most ways that's why Darren Aronofsky is my favorite director and because Darren Aronofsky was one of the first films Requiem that really like. I oh got, God! I got yeah. done watching that movie, and I remember sitting in bed going, "What the fuck?" And yeah. then further and further and further and further, and everything he's ever done has moved me insanely. Whether it's The Fountain, whether it's uh, 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 Black Swan, Wrestler. whether it's The Wrestler, even yeah. Mother, even Mother, which yeah. is a really hard film to fucking watch. It's really hard to watch, but it definitely fucking moves. Okay, well, well I'll say this: one of my favorite films. And it's arguably my top three. And it's like, and people are like, why the fuck? Why the fuck? Why the fuck? Like, Darjeeling Limited to me is a, a fantastically brilliant film. And people are like, why? And there's a, there's a scene in that film when fucking Adrian Brody goes to save that kid. And like, they all save a little boy of the three that are fucking swimming in that fucking river, like that I still haven't seen canal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the fucking little boys dies. Mm. And like fucking like Adrian Brody carries that dead little boy. He's like, I didn't save mine. I didn't save mine. I didn't save mine. And then they have to go to that fucking family with the dead little boy. And like, and I'm ruining it for you. And it's fine. No, it's whatever. But like, I'm sure I'll still love it. And it's like, and then like they're like they bring it there, and the the dad fucking is bawling hysterically. And then like they go to get on a bus to leave, and then the little boys, the remaining little boys, come up and stop them. And they're like. They want us to stay stay for the fucking funeral. They invite him to stay Jesus. for the fucking funeral. So you're experiencing the death of this little boy with fucking, like, Swartzman and Owen Wilson and fucking Adrian Brody. Brody, and they go to that fucking funeral together, and as they're going through this fucking Indian funeral, this proper, like, traditional Indian funeral, and the dad's, like, there, and they're, like, doing this thing where they're bathing in the fucking river, and, like, the dad just is, like, collapses because he's so dis- distraught, and they're, like, picking him up and stuff. It's, like, it's fucking... It makes you feel like fucking garbage. Like, you're just like, fuck, dude. Like, this was, I thought this was going to be a comedy, and it wasn't. Like, it was way darker than it should be. And it was like, that's a scene in a film to me that makes you feel uncomfortable. Sure. And again, like, what made me, th- what made me think of that, and it's true, like, Tarantino's like, 
it's not my job to make you feel good. It's make my, my it's make it's my job to make you like question shit. Is like, and if you feel uncomfortable, I did my fucking job. Yeah, he, that was good. I, and I was really like, liked and, that. Then, and I was like, holy shit, dude, he's right. He's nope. like, that's like the movies that like I truly love. You're like, Ugh. like again, and I say it. This is it's, and I think that it will always be called this because I think we all agree. The Tears of the Sun Factor. Yeah. It is a film that is so fucking brilliant, but it's so fucking hard to watch that you don't ever want to see it again. Yeah. But it's so fucking good. And like that movie, you're just like, oh my God. It's Tears of the Sun is so good, mm-hmm. but it just makes you feel like so shitty inside. Sure. And yeah. it's just like, and that's again, like this movie, like Ben Affleck takes a, he takes that fucking canister of seasoning of uncomfortable and he pours it all over the fuck of it and you know, the whole time you are on edge anxious and wondering if, like like you know the story it's it's a, it's a story that happens or it's a true story I think and, like, he does that in most of his movies too like in town like how long does it take to get where it's going right they start they start <clears throat> trying to fucking rob Finway Park and it's like his, his first three movies are definitely it's like an all, hour yeah. from when they start robbing that shit to when you get to the end of the movie yeah. But to like, me, and again, but like, and I get it, like, and I, I agree with the town, but the, 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 re- the thing with the town is like, it's a heist film, so like, it's a little bit different. Kind of supposed to, me. to be that way. You know what I mean? So you're supposed to kind of feel that way, but going into this one, you're just like, okay, it's some journalists, and this is thing, and it's some whatever, and it's like trying to, like, no, dude, it's a fuck, it, this was a gigantic worldwide fucking, you know, and like, wow. Good shit. Anyway. I mean, but, nominated for seven Oscars and one best picture. Best adapted screenplay and best film editing for a fucking reason, for sure. So, uh, Ben Affleck, there's a ton of trivia on Argo. If you, on Argo, sorry, if you want to go look at it, go do it. There's pages and pages and pages and pages, especially having to do with the real life events. It's very interesting. I kind of did a little bit lighter themed things that I thought we would think were cool. So, sure. Um, Ben Affleck, a long time Led Zeppelin fan, admits he was desperate to use the track when Levy breaks and vigorously pursued the rockers to win permission. But they asked him to make a very specific change in the film. The scene was originally shot, placed the record needle on the beginning of the album, which was wrong. It's actually the last song on the second side of the album. Efflick agreed to make the changes and headed back to the editing suite in order to make the band happy. Huh. Nice. That's dedication, dude. Like, when a band goes, yes, you can use our song, but make it look like they're really using our fucking record. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. That's, That's legit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's only one more piece of trivia for Argo, because like I said, a lot of it was... Well, <laughs> a lot of it was... Uh, I mean, it's dark. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, comic book artist Jim Lee owns some of the storyboards from the fake film in this movie. Huh. He stated on Twitter when this film was released that he had no idea he had that they had been used in the mission. He only bought them because they had been drawn... By who? CBS? It was Jack Kirby. It was Jack Kirby. Oh, sweet. Incredible. Incredible stuff. Um, Arguably, the, the Stan Lee gets... gets uh, there's two people who are, like, crowned the king of comics in the old days, and especially Marvel Comics, but Kirby and Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Yeah. Oh, so they called him King Kirby. Yeah, I mean, but everybody's like, oh, Stanley, Stanley, but like Kirby. Yeah, like, in the modern with, era, then without Jack without falls on the wayside. Well, without Kirby, there would have never been Stanley. That's true. There's no doubt about it. Back in the old days, the art was drawn, the story was written afterwards. Yep. So, who's the better writer? 
There you go. That's why I was like, the, the king thing, I was like kind of holding off on, but like, yeah, like it's, yeah. That's he's given name for a purpose and he's. Hey, that's crazy that Jim, that Jim owns some of that stuff. That's cool. It's, that was really cool. I love Jim Lee and I obviously well, love Jeff Jack Kirby. You, but. but do you expect Jim Lee to not be rad and like not I mean, pay no. respect? I mean, as a thing, I, you know, the dude garnishes a certain amount of respect regardless of what circle he's in. So. Absolutely. So that's all the trivia I have on Argo. Um, I, again, this is a fantastic film, and we've—I think we've talked about it to the to the degree that I wanted to get across, which is immediately what Josh brought up, which is it's incredible how this movie keeps you literally on the edge of your seat and and waiting for this. I didn't feel comfortable, like I said, until that plane literally landed. And the music, the music in this movie is so fucking good and gives you that tension for sure. One of my favorite, yeah. So good, man. It's incredible. I was like so stressed the fuck out. And I knew, I know the ending. That's the thing is like, you know the ending going yeah. in. And if you can like make me feel that way, it's being like, hey, here's the deal. Everything works out. It's cool. And then he, but like, I wouldn't have believed you. You, and you watch, you're like, shut the fuck up. Wait a minute. What? You're just like, you're so stressed the fuck out. Like, oh my gosh. So like, nominated for best score too. Wonder. Oh, that's cool. Alexandre Desplat. Oh, really? Yeah, the Frenchman. All right. Anything else on Argo? I mean, we could talk about it all night, but... Mm. No. Okay. So, everybody's got to have a stinker, and this is it. Live my night, 2016. I don't mind it. It's not (laughs) that I don't like it. (laughs) Sixty-five million dollars only grossed twenty-two million dollars. Yeah, I think he got. I don't, I don't know if it was timing or what happened, but like we're gonna talk a little bit about that. I like this movie. I love this movie. I think it's great for an old school ensemble gangster cast. Movie, like, old school gangster movie, pretty, boot, pretty fucking good bootlegger movie. At one point, I mean, uh, Cuban. Uh, I mean. Uh, 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 Connections in it. I mean, the hotel business. It's there's so much in this movie, and it unfortunately just didn't connect with people. I remember my wife's read both these books. What year was this? This is 2016. Okay. My my wife read both these books, and she's like, she, my wife's a big reader, loves that era, loves you know mobsters, so on and so forth. Yeah. And she's like, it's 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 criminally underrated, criminally underrated as a movie. I'm gonna tell you I didn't well, watch I think, it. Well, I think as a director, he can do no wrong. Sure. Warner Brothers, I'm sure, disagrees with you on this one. I don't think that's the case, but, I mean, part of the reason why this... Okay. I, I have not watched this movie, but part of the reason why it did not get received well in the world is because it's not Batman. And when he released this, it was around the... Top talking points of Ben Affleck being cast to play in his own movie that he wrote and directed as oh, Batman. Oh yeah, I remember that. He'd already he been was, Batman. He was supposed to direct that in shit, huh? movies. So the crowning of him doing his own Batman movie that was his own jam was all anybody wanted to talk about. And because this movie isn't Batman, no one cared about it. Even the people we went and set on interviews circuits with <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel is guilty too. Yes. Because when he's there, promote. There's a video on YouTube. You can find if you want to see Ben Affleck die inside. You can go watch this video. What? Oh, yeah. 
Because like he's on the, the he's on the show late night the Jimmy Kimmel late night show whatever the hell that thing is called to promote Live by Night and all Jimmy wants to talk about is Batman because you know what no one cares about Live by Night so what happens he tries to talk about Batman and eventually Ben says in the interview well I guess once there's a script maybe we'll find out about Batman right and then what happened no Batman here we are no Batman well here's the deal though so. I think that, like, in this film, spe- this film specifically, you've seen this one, yeah. But okay. eighty-sixing all the other ones, sure. Which eighty in, in the restaurant tree. I know what means. Like, cut them out. Right. Like, they're, we're out of it. Right. I think that if he would have just directed this film and the and not put himself in one of the roles, this film would have been way more received. And I think because like there was so much like hype around him being the superhero shit. If he wanted to be a director. He needed to put somebody in that fucking role that wasn't him. And I think that that's the biggest issue with this film. Because as a, as a period piece, it's a decent film. I just don't like the fact that he has to put almost put himself in everything he directs. Sometimes it's okay to just direct. And if he wants to be a, if he wants to be a director, and I, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, if he wants to be on the same level as some of the big directors, there comes a time when you got to be like, okay, cool. Just direct and just put somebody in that part. Because the thing is, when you're, when you're directing and starring, it, it puts a bigger fucking target on your back. That's true. That's just my opinion on it. No, I don't think you're wrong. Again. And, I, and I don't mind the film. It's not a bad film. I just think that like, it got, and like, and I don't even care about the press part of it because, like, to me, like the f- the films that win awards and the films that like they always do terrible in the theater. Like, I mean, not always, but most of the time, they do less in the theater. They're like critical they, darlings are usually uh, yeah, not box so, office. And, and so, but like, but I think that honestly, like, I mean, and I, I mean, I really don't think he's that great of an actor. I think, he, like, I think that when like his directing, I think is great. I think he sees the big picture. More than he realizes, and I think that he needs needs to take a step back, put some other people in the fucking roles, and just be a fucking director. And like, and again, I'm gonna throw this out there just because I listened, to, like, but the Tarantino thing where he throws himself in a really shitty role where he's Jimmy and fucking drinking a cup of coffee, or he's just like the fucking bartender. Like, maybe just put yourself in a small role if you want to be in it. But other than that, just like, just put some other people. It, like, trust other people to act in the roles that you want to direct. And I, I think, think I think he's doing that. I hope so, because like I like look at his upcoming shit. I like what he does. I like what he does. And again, like the thing is, like he brought too much attention on himself. Like CBS says, like he was Batman. Are you going to do another to Batman? Are you going to be still be Batman? Are you going to? It's just like, well, fuck, dude. Like I'm not here to talk about Batman. I talk about this film that like is out right now, and like you know, and like and that's Kimmel's fault too for being a fucking asshole. True. They're supposed to be friends. Which, Don't be which I do think Kimmel is kind of a fucking asshole, to be honest with you. Like, he's my least favorite late night guy. He's my least favorite, too. But it's just like, fuck, dude. Like, you brought it on yourself, man. Like, there's too much other hype around other bullshit. Like, if you want to talk about your... Like, tell your fucking, like... If that's the case, tell your publicist, hey, we are not talking talk about Batman, Batman tonight. Yeah. And if he was just like, fuck it, we'll just talk about whatever. And to see where it goes, like, he fucked himself. Because it, on those shows, like... They they are told like you can't talk about this, right. and he didn't do that obviously. Right. And it's just like, but as a period piece, like, and it's kind of hard, man. Those period pieces are a fucking weird thing. Like, 
you have to do them perfect because everybody criticizes every fucking thing. We talked about fucking uh, uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, Tom Hanks, fucking goddamn it, big. No, the World War Two film, uh, uh, Greyhound. No. Oh, is that not? Saving oh, Private Ryan. Private Ryan. Private Ryan. <laughs> so Why like, did that take us so fucking? Why long? did that take us so much? Yeah, that's what. That's my brain was fucking like locked up. But like, there was fucking motherfuckers that were just talking shit about that film because like the guns were faced a certain way on the fucking the on the fucking beach, and it was like, like well, those were the wrong way. And that's what, when really in real life, that's how they were, and like because for, there and there was a reason that they were that way, and like later on, people were like, oh, whoa, whoa, oh, okay, it's just like. Like, there's just people out there who just fucking just deconstruct fucking period pieces. And it doesn't matter why. And it's just like... Haters gonna hate? Yeah, and so, like, Uh. if you're gonna do that shit, like, don't be involved in fucking the DC shit. Like, if you want to do these fucking things, that's just kind of my opinion. Part part of what I think happened with all that is that... And, I mean, you can call this my own opinion, whatever... I think that Ben thought he was bigger than Batman, and so he just assumed that running forward... But he and, is, though. No, he's not. He is bigger than Batman. No, he's not. No, he is. That's why this movie did terrible. No. Had he released this movie separate from playing the part, or before he played Batman, it probably would have done fine. I think it would have done a lot better, and been a lot more well-received, had not been released around the same time. The problem is, he's fucking a garbage Batman, and like, the, if he would have just been like, hey, when we go do these talk shows, we're talking about my fucking film, and not fucking Batman, and then the fucking talk show host has to just talk about the fucking film. That's it. And again, Batman is causing a fucking fissure in this fucking podcast. Because the thing is, is like, <laughs> he's not that good of a Batman. He really isn't. That's like, why Batman's bigger than him. Agreed. No. Batman's bigger than Ben Affleck. But Batman isn't bigger than Ben Affleck. You're totally contradicting I, in, yourself. In, in, no, in fucking full, 100%. in real life, in the full time, yeah. But as a director, Batman doesn't fucking direct films. So if you want to direct films, then fucking direct films. But like, serious saying, it's not about Batman. Like, it's about like, hey, he should have been like, hey, Jimmy. As much as I like being Batman, like I like, I like Batman. I came here to talk about this film, and he didn't do that. And if he would have done that, better been like, "Oh shit!" Like he fucking said, like, but he didn't fucking do that. And that fucking that and that and that. That's my thing on this film. I agree with that. Makes sense because the film looked the film is the film is beautiful. It really is. It looks brilliant, and it's and it's and it's a good movie. I don't mind the movie. Like, I just I mean I'm not gonna it's watch. Always Deschanel, Ben Cooper. I no, mean, it's, it's great. No, it, it is. It's a yeah. good film. Like, there's nothing wrong with the film. Like, it, again. Though, it's just like, because he allowed other people to fucking, like, he thought he, I think that he thought that he was bigger than everything, but he needed to stand up for himself. That's the fucking problem. And he didn't. Mm-hmm. That would include Batman in that statement then, but. No, you're right. But he, if he would have stood up for himself and, like, been like, now, then it, but I if you. I feel like it's the only show it happened on, to be honest. Mm, and I, I have to go back and watch Usually you only video. do one or two of those shows. You don't do, like, all of them. That's well, the problem. All of them, but as a thing, I feel like there was there wasn't the only one it happened on. I, that's the one I remember the most because that's the one I saw the most. But I felt like there was another another one it happened on too. Not that it matters because at this point it didn't make the money it needed to make, and that's why it, it landed where it landed, whether it's a great film or not. A great film doesn't always have to make all the money. 
It just has to be a brilliant film and the right people have to see it. Because then you get... To but, be a critical success, it does. Yeah, to be a critical success. And that's, and that's and ultimately, that's really what matters. Because if you're a critical success, like, you're going to get all these things. And if you're a money success, you're going to get all these things. And that kind of, like, it puts... It's, it's a very... It's a weird... What kind of rating does it have on the... Metacritic's a 49. Is that good? That's not good. That's basically 50%. Yeah. Hmm. But so they, they go by 100? Yeah, mm-hmm. so Metacritic does by 100. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I did some little six, six, six and a half stars on IMDb. Which for it? IMDb is decent. Is that that's that's pretty good for IMDb. That's out of 10, correct. Yeah. So it's a little over, little over half. Okay. Yeah. But again, it's like the people who watched it and like a lot of the people who rate those things are like people who are like, well, I expect you to be this thing. And it's just like, dude. They are your average consumer popcorn Movie going, not a, yeah. not a, not a person who is appreciates film. You're right. You're right. You're right. You, I mean, literally, like, you take, you take a hundred people, just grab a hundred people off the street and put them in a fucking movie theater to watch The Lighthouse. They're gonna be like, what the fuck? This is eighty five percent are gonna be like, this is terrible. But it was so good. It wasn't terrible. It was just. But eighty five. It was crazy. But it was crazy. Random people no off the street. Happened. Random people off the street. It's though, beautiful. Like. You gotta be a real fan of cinema. But again, is the point. You take fucking a hundred random people off the street that have never seen Reservoir Dogs, and you make them watch Reservoir Dogs. Hundred people are gonna probably like eighty five percent are probably not gonna like it. Right? Honestly, you're right. It's a hard film to fucking watch. Right? Like it really is. And so that's the thing is just like, mo- like as we sit in this fucking room, as fucking like film buffs, like we love movies, we love film, we love all aspects of that shit, and we we deconstruct that shit, and it's just like at the end of the day, there's there's people who are like, oh yeah man, I, I love blowing up in fast cars and fucking awesome, that's why Fast and Furious is the fifth fucking franchise of all time it really is, like, I like the Fast the Fast and Furious franchise, because like I know what it is though, that's why I like the fucking, the Lonesome Ranger or the Lone Ranger with fucking uh, Ar- 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 Arlie, or, uh, Army Ar- Hammer. Army Hammer. I liked that movie, but one, I went in one movie. But I went into that film knowing it was going to be fucking stupid and ridiculous, and but it was going to be fucking explosions and crazy. But like, I liked the Lone Ranger when I was a little kid, when I would sit on the fucking floor in my parents' trailer and watch the fucking Lone Ranger with my dad. So I was like, yeah, it's going to fucking probably be ridiculous, but I liked the film. But it was horrible. But I liked it for what it was. That's the point of the fucking film. It's like basically a Michael Bay fucking bullshit film. That's what I'm trying to say. Is like there's films that are meant to be like appreciated, the people who appreciate real shit. That's why the fucking the Barbie song made a million dollars. By Aqua? Yeah. I'm that shit, Barbie girl. Is that yeah, all? That it made a million. I'm sure it made millions of dollars. Yeah, sure that shit was fucking right. garbage. There was nothing good about it, yeah. but it made millions of dollars. Absolutely. Because there's a million, millions of people who are like, oh yeah, but like most people, are like that's fucking terrible. That will never be fucking smells like Teen Spirit, which is a brilliantly written song. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It's Eiffel, like, Eiffel 65, blue WD, yeah, garbage Blue-dee, fucking song. Yeah, you know what I mean? But it made it's just like there, there comes a point where like also a one hit wonder though. Exactly. Yep. Are you still talking about Aqua compared to? Nevada, you want to hear about that? You got some enough. Aqua trivia? No, I just like the video. That's all. <laughs> Jesus, I can. Yeah, that video is good. It's fantastic. It is a funny video. Um. Leonardo DiCaprio was considered for the lead role. He decided to produce 
this film Live by Night instead. Ouch. Right. That was my thought was, fuck, that's a double-edged sword. Okay. Because according to Josh, well, in, and, in a statement I agree with, if Leo would have acted in it... Do you want to know why I think why the reason? It probably would have gotten a lot better scores, and second of all, probably would have made more money. I saw the trivia. You want you think you want me to tell you why I think why? Sure. Oh, why Leo didn't do it? Right. Oh yeah, sure. Because he did a period piece elsewhere. Elsewhere. Aviator. No. Revenue. Oh no. Okay. What? Great ex- or a fucking uh. Great expectations. Oh, great expectations. Uh, What's eating Gilbert Grape? No, that's a lot older. I know. I'm doing another fucking only thing. good movie. That's not true. Titanic. Not true. Come on. A lot older. A lot older. I just had it. I'm sorry. Catch me if you can. No. I'm trying to help. And that is a period piece, too. No, the one where he's fucking the guy that throws on the parties and the fucking... Like, Wolf of Wall Street. Greg no. Gatsby. Greg Gatsby. Oh, okay. Hey, Greg Gatsby. Okay. And it happened shortly after. Okay. And that's why. Because it's a, it's a period piece right. around the same fucking time. You're right. And that's why he didn't fucking do it. Okay. He produced like, I'll produce this because I like the script and I like the shit. But uh, I'm not going to be in it. But he's like, because he knew it was going to be in Greg Gatsby. Sure. Knowing that it was going to be way fucking bigger... That's why. Well, not having two movies oh, in the I, same I, kind of movie I, makes sense. Right. Especially right next to each other. I don't, no, I, but, I'm not saying it's a question but he, because of why. The great, but the Greg Gatsby is an actual, like, it's a it's a novel. Right. And so, like, he was like, this is going to be a huge fucking thing. A very coveted novel. novel. I'm going to say right now, it is not, if I have to choose between those two movies, hmm. I still choose Live by Night. I, I agree with you, but, like... But Greg Gatsby, CBS, to your question, is... Very coveted. It's a classic. It's a lot of people know it. No one's ever heard of the book Live by Night, which I'm sure. And you don't like to read, so you never read the novel, so you don't understand. He reads every day. I do. No, he doesn't. He looks at the pictures and I kind of make fun of all the time. So, anyways, I do look at the pictures too. I I just, of course, that's what you're supposed to. Yep. Don't listen to him. I just thought it was an interesting double-edged sword. That all right, if he would have been in it, a Ben Affleck may have done a better job directing. B, which I agree. Yeah, right, right, and that's what I'm saying. Going off your saying, B, it could have made more money, which would have made Leonardo DiCaprio more money. Anyways, um, this movie holds the record for the biggest drop in theater count. For its two weeks of wide release, it played 2,822 theaters in the U.S. and Canada. On the third week, only 163 theaters were showing. Oh, fuck. It's a half. That's a full fifty percent drop. Jesus. More, what? What? Two thousand eight hundred twenty-two. Oh, you said two thousand. That was two hundred. Okay. To one hundred sixty-three in a week. Okay, retract. Wow. Twenty fourteen was uh, Greg Gatsby. Twenty sixteen. So maybe yeah. he thought that he was too 16. close to having already done that's it. Fine. Like when it comes to filming, maybe that's why. I don't. Greg know. Gatsby wasn't hugely successful either. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. So. You're talking. 2,500 theaters dropped this film in a week. That's a lot. Holy fuck. That's insane. But what else was out, though? Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. I mean, it it, it could be Ernest Goes to Jail. The the fucking bottom line is... I mean, the marketing marketing could have been shitty to you. I don't remember seeing a lot of marketing for this film at the time. I don't either. But regardless... it I obviously was wasn't on, on my radar because of Affleck. Right. It obviously but. wasn't liked. Uh, this was the first feature film directed by Ben Affleck that was not nominated for an Oscar. Blah, 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 blah. So here's where things get a little dicey. 
and a little bit more about what kind of we were talking about earlier. After the film's financial and critical failure, Ben Affleck has since refused to discuss the film under any circumstance. It has only... <laughs> right. It... <laughs> It has also been speculated that making the making of this film led to Affleck's relapse in his alcohol addiction and caused strains between himself and Warner Brothers. And his wife, Jennifer Garner. We're going to get into that here in just a minute. All because of numbers. All because of numbers. Because of numbers. Because of Batman. Because of fucking numbers. Because of Batman. Numbers. Batman. I get the numbers game. Fucking numbers, dude. Go it's on. all sales. Go ahead. No, go on. Keep going. I'm waiting for Josh. We got, wait, this is my last one. All fucking numbers. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to get it all It's all one the fucking head ponchos nice care package. about. Well, this number is down. This number's down. Like, this number's good. This number's down. Like, Critically, this movie, again, only did, you know, half. I mean, I don't, I don't remember seeing any good critics about it, good critics saying anything about it, but... I will say the movie's long, and it's a little drawn out, but in all together... Yeah. There are some things here that are really, really well done. Every scene with Ben Cooper is incredible. Not that that's hard to do. Ben Cooper's great. I think it's directed well. Yeah. It's shot very well. Yes. The sound is great. The music's great. Even written, like, I feel like it was written pretty well. I think it's acted well. I think Ben Affleck does fine. I guess I just don't see the problem. <laughs> I don't. I don't see it. Other than. CBS is Batman theory, which is making more sense. In my I mean, it, it does. It does make. It's making sense. more sense. It's the fucking truth. You're not wrong. It's making more sense. No, I'd be willing to say 100. percent I, I would say that you are not wrong. It does make sense. It's making a lot more sense. But still, that movie is not that bad. No, it's not. It's not that bad to lose. 2,500 theaters in a week, Theo. No, definitely That's not. an insane number. Yeah. All right, last one here. This is going to take us home. A difficult film for Ben Affleck to make. Warner Brothers refused to let him make a three-hour movie, necessitating some script changes against the book. Affleck was in the middle of a divorce with Jennifer Garner, and he was also drinking heavily at the time. So that ah, encompasses. It happens. She sounds like a bitch. So she does though. Has anyone ever 100%. liked her at this table? Because I haven't. Never. Not a big. Well, CBS? thirteen going on thirty. I think she's okay. Nope. I don't mind her. She's all right. Did you she's see Peppermint? Right. Did you yeah. see Peppermint? I like that movie. Her Capital One <laughs> commercials are fine. They are fine. Yeah, fine. They're, they're fine. Whatever. Anyways. Should have never married her in the first place. I don't think she's pretty. Either. I never have. Did she's you, annoying. Did you see that he like went right back to J Lo? Pretty much the moment J Lo was single. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking good for him. No, I agree. Fuck J Lo. She's a bitch She's terrible as well. She's way hotter and not as crazy. They're the same bitch. No, no. no. Oh, yes, they no. are. They're, sa- they're both equally terrible. She is way hotter than Jennifer Garner. For way sure. fucking hotter. JLo? Yes. And oh, more wow. talented. No, I'm not, say- I'm not no saying way. she's on my list. I'm saying she's prettier than fucking Jennifer Garner, though. No way. Yeah. Are you talking about Carmen's Fist? They're both trash. Taco flavored kisses. Even that is bed. better than Jennifer Garner. <laughs> oh, come on, man. That's not true. Taco flavored kisses for my bean. For my bean. 
Taco, taco, burrito, taco, taco, burrito. taco, burrito. Uh, so we got quite a few upcoming here. I don't know how many of these are, are if real. Gonna, if you were going to downward spiral into fucking anything after something, it was Geely. Should have been the thing that like downward spiraled him into fucking horribleness. I mean, yeah, those like, are I'm going to drink myself to death after that should have what should have happened. Yeah, but he, he was only acting, dude. He doesn't fucking that. matter. He produced it, too. Like, Live By Night was, that was his, Kevin was Smith's his fault. baby. Like, he Geely was not Kevin Smith's fault. Live By Night to work. No, I'm saying it was Kevin Smith's fault that he... Oh, I'm thinking of the other one. What was the other one with him and... Is Geely the one where she dies in the beginning? No, him and Geely. No, him and J-Lo were in Geely. Well, yeah, I guess J-Lo's the, the wife. Didn't the wife. Kevin Smith direct that? That's, uh, that's the Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl. Which is actually a good movie. It's not bad. No, it's a George, good... No, it's a... No, it's, it's not, not bad. It's not not bad. It's a good movie. George Carlin George Carlin murders. George like, it's a good film. It, uh, yeah, the little girl's fucking great. I'm confusing it with Geely, which is... Geely's fucking, fucking garbage. Bad. Yeah. I thought it was the continuation. No? No. I've never seen Geely. The one with Al Pacino? Pacino and Geely? Yeah. Yes? I haven't seen that in so yeah, no. long. Oh, Jesus. That was a terrible movie. You can't make fun of things if you don't know who's in it. Me? CBS. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, whatever. He's a Kevin Smith, but the fact is Jersey Girl's a good movie. No, I, oh, it yeah. is. It is. I agree with that. It's a good movie. I, I, again, I was confusing the two. I apologize. Uh, coming up, we have Ghost Army. I like that title. A U.S. military forms a squadron of unconventional recruits during World War II to trick the German army into thinking they were outposts and bases when they were only mannequins, props, and inflatable tanks. Sounds amazing. Uh, as before, that pre that pre that pre prefaces D Day. So what they did is they brought like fucking like uh, what's his name the the major general for the U.S. and they like moved him up fucking north and like. They would take these jeeps and they'd put fucking tanks on the sides Patton? of them. Patton. Patton. Okay. And they took Patton up north. They put fucking uh, wait, car. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Mark went up for me. Thank you. Ca- like cardboard cutouts and like all these things, and they made inflatable things and all the shit. And this fucking a, a literal a literal magician was like, "Let's make this is how we do it." And they like they moved all that shit up north to like think that they were going to invade a different fucking spot. So the Germans moved a fuck ton of stuff up north just because like this is where we're going. If Patton's there. And all the shit's there, and there was all inflatable fucking cardboard bullshit. And that's what fucking happened. That's awesome. That is going to be fucking great. I'm so stoked on that. Because that's why D-Day was successful, because they moved all that shit up fucking north. And all those people still fucking died at D-Day. That's how badass the fucking Germans were. Holy shit. This gives me a fucking rock-hard boner. I'm hard as fuck right now. Want to feel it? Give me your hand. One tiny little country almost took over the world. Twice! <laughs> Twice, fucking Norm, idiots, fucking Norm Macdonald. Uh, witness for the prosecution. Is that the? That's all the only information you have. That's it. It's not. It's, it, an, it's, upcoming. it's, it's an upcoming. It's an upcoming. That's oh, it. There's this no, is all coming. So that's it. Um, it says it's in pre-production, so it's not even necessarily a thing. Uh, witness for the prosecution would be next. A veteran lawyer must defeat a man in what promises to be the most dramatic trial of his career. Yep. Number three here we have Keeper of the Lost Cities. A telepathic girl must figure out why she is the key to her brand new world before the wrong person finds the answer first. Then we have King Leopold's Ghost, which has no information. Untitled McDonald's Monopoly Project, which he's been working on with Ben Affleck, or with... uh, uh, Damon? Damon for a long time. And then the big goodbye. Huh. That's it, gents. What's it called? The Ghost Army? Correct, Ghost Army. 
McDonald's project. That's weird. Yeah, him and him and him and Damon have been working on that forever. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Hmm. Oh, I wonder what he has for acting now that I'm thinking about it. Like upcoming is that? He is mostly directing. Is it? Yeah, which I'm good with. Well, he's got some Batman. Two of those directing things coming up. He's in both of them too, though. So he could have some Batman things coming up. You never know. So this is the this is the Wikipedia on that such that that shit. I'll give you guys a little bit more information on the Ghost Army. The Ghost Army is the United States Army Tactical Deception Unit during World War II, officially known as the 23rd Headquarters Special Troops. The 1100 man, only 1100 men, which seems like a lot, but in World War II it was not at all. Um, man unit was given a unique mission within the Allied Army to impersonate other Allied Army units to deceive the enemy. From a few months after D-Day, when they landed in France until the end of the war, they put on a traveling road show utilizing inflatable tanks, sound trucks, fake radio transmissions, scripts, and, uh, and pretense. They staged more than 20 battlefield deceptions, often operating very close to front lines. Their story was kept secret until 40, more than 40 years after the war until it was declassified in 1996. The unit was subject to a PBS documentary, The Ghost Army, in 2013. Hmm. Fucking badass. Because, like, it was, like, an, a literal, like, a literal, like, the, the greatest, like, at the time, suppose, I don't know his name, but, like, the, the, supposedly the greatest, uh, magician. magician of the time was part of that shit, and he was just like, I, so they, like, they took somebody who looked like Patton, and they moved him down to fucking Africa, and they moved, they, they did all this, they had, like, impersonators and different, all the sh- uh, it was a fuck, it, that sounds like it could be an amazing fucking film, like. Kind of reminds me of Argo a bit, too, but, like, totally different story. Yeah, and it's just like, cause, cause D-Day was such a big day, was a big deal, that they were like, you know, they, they, that was the day that, like, all the Allied armies were going to fucking finally touch down on fucking mainland Europe. And so it was like, it was like D-Day plus one, D-Day minus one, like, right. we're going to do it, like, this date, whatever, and, like, this was the whole plan. But, like, they were, like, the Germans were like, what, where are they going? Because Patton was a badass motherfucker. Like, he was no fucking joke. Like, he was like, that motherfucker would sit on the front of a tank with a fucking cigar and a fucking Colt 45 revolver on his fucking belt. No, no joke. Oh, yeah. There's on the front take yeah. in the fucking army and be like, just right into fucking battle like that and be like, uh, General, you can't. He's like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like, it was no joke. And, like, they were like, they used him. Like, he was one of the main guys that they used as a thing. I'm so stoked on that. I didn't know anything about it. Thanks, T. Brown. You got it, man. I try and take good notes. I have to say something about tanks. Okay. Tanks. So For much. The first time in maybe six or seven years of playing GTA Five, I was able to get a tank. What? Out of the fucking military. The military base. base. Yeah, that's hard. It took me so many times trying. Why is it so hard to get it out? If because fast. because I don't, I don't every, know. It, like the second you get over that gate or th- or through the gate, your four stars, everyone's on you. Five stars. Four stars. Is oh, it's only four. Oh, yeah. But it gets to five pretty quick. But I found a spot towards the very end where, like, you can climb up this ladder. Like, you get to four stars immediately, but you can climb this fucking ladder. It's like a fucking, I don't know what it is, but it's it's for airplanes. You can climb this ladder and no one can fucking shoot you. And you can put this fucking cheat code on 
super jump. And you can get on top of this thing, look to your right, and there's a tank that no one's touching. But all the other tanks, they're fucking, the second you're in there, they're fucking gone. There's one tank that's not. And you can fucking jump. So, so on purpose, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you can fucking super jump to it. Get in it before anyone blows it up. Because you can blow up tanks in this one. Like the old ones, some of them, you can't blow them up. But this one, they can blow up. If you jump there, like, right next to the fucking door, get in it, fucking cruise around to the front, super fast, you can get out. (laughs) (laughs) I've been trying it for years. And you got it? Mm Mm-hmm. So then once you're in it, then what? You you can start shooting people and fucking blowing people up. Like, once you get... Yeah, but... You gotta get towards the fucking front of it. By that point, you're five stars, right? Yeah. But once you get out of the gates... You can kill people way easier. <laughs> yeah. I know, but like, like, then, like, how, how long does it take? Is it, is it ever de-escalate after that? Or is it just five stars until they blow the tank? You out? can run away, but the tank's so slow. Yeah, it's pretty slow, like, but it's really hard to fucking get that tank out of there. Yeah. And I've been trying for a long time. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but there's, you know, the super jump cheap. Helps you fucking get there. Gotcha. I watched some like thing, some video yesterday about like somebody on uh, the Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild or whatever. Mm-hmm. There was like an like there was a bunch of like hidden chests that like show up like if you get to a certain spot or whatever. Somebody like, finally opened it. Again, they finally he found and it was like it was like the it's dump. Nothing. It was like a piece of like obsidian or some shit. There's a bunch of people online, too, speaking of GTA, that are like, it got delayed to supposedly, like, 2025. Oh. GTA 6? We don't know anything about 6. It'll be a while. But I'm like, okay, the last thing I read was they were making the entire United States. No. Rockstar's good. They're not that good. So if they are, to me, 2025 doesn't sound that bad. With Google Maps... Pretty easy. It's not that good. But Google Maps is pretty easy. But that I've read that a bunch of times. So you know, like that's fine. Mm-hmm. Do it if you're going to do it. But if it's going to take ten years, I'm okay with that too. So you know what I watched this week, and I wanted to talk to you about. Hmm. Alpha Dog. It's a good one. I like that movie. Terrible ending, but I like it. Sharon Stone deserved a fucking Oscar. You for think? that, are you fucking kidding me, dude? When she's at the end and she's in that fat suit and she's a mother who lost her fucking son and she is being interviewed, losing her fucking mind. Yeah. Okay. So good. I thought Timberlake was good too. Timberlake's great. Now I don't know if it's Oscar worthy, but Sharon Stone. All right. For me, slayed it. The rest of the movie is whatever. She's just a bitch who's missing her son. But that. The only thing I don't like about that movie is that fucking. They, well, what they would you fucking cast kill that kid. Supporting? I'm like, come and, on. And then he died like, in real life. Really? What's like, that? Come on. What would you keep? What would you? Best supporting. Supporting. Okay. For supporting in a female. All right. Yeah. Who? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis too, right? Bruce Willis yeah. is a dad. Yeah. Timberlake would be best supporting on the on the male side, most likely. Yeah. But, That's a good well, movie. <clears throat> you want to know why? Why what? Jennifer Hudson, Dreamgirls. That's why she didn't win. Well, you can't fucking. Well, she wasn't nominated. I'm saying Sharon Stone should have been nominated, but Jennifer oh, Hudson, okay, right. Jennifer Hudson for Dreamgirls is no joke. She wasn't even nominated. Mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. Her screen time's not a lot. It's, pr- it's maybe eight minutes, uh, nine minutes. Young kids, you know. I mean, that was a Rinko Kikuchi Babel. Babel, okay. Babel's great. Adriana Barraza Babel, Kate Blanchett, Notes of Scandal. Who is also in Babel? Abigail Breslin. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine. So, Ooh, that was a rough. That was a rough was a, fucking year. She was, I love that she movie. Was a killer. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's a rough fucking year. So there you go. That's why. I love that movie. From What's King his name? Is it Alan Arkin? Alan Arkin, Arkin that plays the fucking grandpa. Murders. I'm like Alan Arkin won for that too. Him <laughs> murders. Anyway, that's and why. one and one tonight in our uh, for Argo. Yeah. Sure. That, but yeah. But again, like or nominated tonight. So. Sharon Stone does. God, she's so good. I no, just, it was good, but I'm just that's why. Yeah. I just he, hadn't, I hadn't seen Alpha Dog in a long time. That was, was o- it? 06. Casino? So, so, Casino? so that was 06, so the, it would have been the 07 Oscar. Yeah. So that's, I, I mean, that's, I think that's, that's right. That's how that would yeah. work. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> I always get confused. I'm trying to like, okay, the film came out and this, so there has to be, it would have been the, like, it's just, it's kind of a, and sometimes it's like a January film, and they still kind of count it sometimes, but other times it goes to the next. It's like it's a fucking weird. If it was, if it was in small theaters in December, they still count it, right? You know, like. But if it came out first in January, then they don't. But no one does that shit. They're like, right. This has got to be in New York and L.A. in December. Otherwise, yeah, otherwise you know, right. <laughs> like we can't. Get any nominations, so. So I guess we're all in, we're we're all in complete agreement. Affleck is a terrible Batman. I never he's said a that. great director. I never said that. <laughs> and he needs to like eat more ass, or like he's the third best Batman, dude. The third? Yes. Behind who? Christian Bale is not the best. I don't give a fuck what you say. I'm he's not you, though. So far, but he's not though. Christian Bale, no. Okay. Michael Keaton. Okay. Is the best. Ben Affleck. No. You're going to put Clooney or fucking Kilmer above him? I'm sorry, dude. Adam West. No. Yeah, Adam West is better than nope. fucking Affleck. Sorry. No. I don't even like Adam West. That's I, his favorite. I man. know that's his favorite. If I had to choose. <laughs> he likes a lot of other campy if, shit, too. If <laughs> I had to choose over a fucking <laughs> box of extra cheddar goldfish or saving Adam West's life, I'd, ch- I'd pick the goldfish. But he's better than fucking Ben Affleck at Batman. No, sorry, sir. bro. The- I don't know if what you said. He's is a garbage that. Bruce Wayne. Make any sense. Pure yeah. garbage. And I don't give a fuck what Skip says. Skip and I are right. Mm. He goes racing into the fucking collapsing building, bro. To wah, save that. Wah, wah, whatever. Wah, 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 wah. Anybody could race into a burning building with that fucking CGI bullshit costume. That's fucking stupid. It's not a CGI costume. What are you talking what about? Talking that about? is the most CGI costume of no, it's all not. the Batman. Who's no, it's of not. all the Batman, that's not the most CGI costume? It is not. Ben Affleck's costume is not CGI. No, it's not. It Thank is 100% you. the most CGI costume of all of them. You need uh, to get your fucking facts straight before you come to me with this Batman bullshit, because obviously you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Of all the Batman costumes, you don't. there's no... like. There is no CGI on Ben Affleck's all. costume. With a cape or anything. Maybe the cape. At some point, don't fucking go there with me. Like I'm no, telling you, no, like, I'm telling you that the fucking suit that he's wearing, of all, this bat, the fucking cape counts as the suit, motherfucker. No, it doesn't. It's a fucking cape. It flows in the fucking wind. That's like it, I'm out. 
Spawn's suit was the same fucking suit the whole fucking time. They added CGI things to it, and the cape was CGI. Of all of the fucking costumes in Fine. all of the Batman films, Fine. the most CGI'd fucking costume is fucking Ben Affleck's. Is Ben Affleck's cape. Yes. Val Kilmer's dick. Okay. That's something different. The Clooney. Just because they didn't have the option back then. That's the only reason. Thank you. Oh, it doesn't matter, man. It really doesn't. It doesn't make Val Kilmer better Batman because he's definitely not. No, Thank doesn't. you. I didn't put Kilmer in there. Or Clooney. Thank you. I didn't put Clooney in there either. Which would make Ben Affleck the third best Batman. No, it would make Adam <laughs> West the third best Batman. <laughs> Who are the two in front of him? There's only one other, right? No. Who else is in there? Oh, Michael, Michael Keane's King. number one, motherfucker. Yeah, Bale. Bale. Affleck. Who gives a fuck about the rest? I mean, well, yeah, I, I like Adam West. I like Adam West, too. But he's probably... And as far as pictures go, I'd have to say fucking Pattinson's better than fucking Affleck. Oh, my God. You haven't even There's seen no it. way that could but be But the way that he looks... There were any pictures that came out. I haven't seen them yet. I saved the, saved the article. But as far as Bruce Wayne better. goes... Yeah, that's going to be hard to pull off. Keaton, Keaton murders both. He's the best by far because he murders both. I'm not saying that he doesn't. He absolutely does. So does Bill. Anyways, mm. we have this argument so often. I wish. I wish it would go away. Me too. But everything it comes back to Batman. Will, like, everything's come back to Batman tonight. We've tried so hard to derail it. So like, many what times. the fourth time we've yeah. talked about it? Like <laughs> everything is. I'm come tired back of to talking it. about Batman. Like I really am. Like I don't. I just don't want to talk about it anymore. I almost want to just end the podcast for forever if we're going to just talk about Batman. I'm not saying time. we should talk about Batman because we're not a Batman podcast. That would that sounds if we were, horrible. It sounds limited. Yeah. Yeah. I hate the same it. Shit every I'm just going to say cunt all the time. Right? Oh you wait, you already do. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, it's not nothing's, different. It's not different. You're doing exactly the same thing. <laughs> Perfect. That's not different. I'll just tell you to quit touching your beard. Mm. Oh wait. Why do you tell me that's not that? different either? He can touch his beard. It's all mm. the same. All the same. All right, take us out, CBS. I don't know how to do that. Ask the things. What, do the stuff. What, what are you talking you about? You know what to ask. Ask the questions. Whoa. Uh, social medias? What are your brochures? Oh, hey. I like how you say it. You like that? Uh, yeah. Top five comics. CBS. CBS. It's got some good art. If you mm. made it this far and you so. like comic books, please go to t- Top Five Comics at the corner of Fortune Orchard. Um, he has all the things and he'll, uh, he will talk to you about Batman all fucking day and I've heard him do yes, it. Yes, he will. And it, I mean, I can't, it's not the only thing I It drives about. my brain wild. And we'll order you anything you like. It's true. <laughs> well, I mean, within reason. Of comic book style. If thing. you prepay. If With you, handies. No. Oh, it's money. No handies. You must prepay. Oh, only money. Only, only, only money. Only money. Do not order some shit you're not gonna buy. Right. Right. Okay. Because if you do, He'll he'll still order it and then he'll hide it in a closet and you'll never That's get true. it. That's true. That's true. And there's three other dudes that are gonna kick stuff that your ass bought. if you it's fucking do that. Front. Of who? Huh? Doesn't matter. The who? Who? This guy? Let's go with Tyler's. What Tyler was saying? No, what were you saying? A whole stack of stuff. What? I mean, there's a whole stack of. It doesn't matter. It's a Josh thing. There's oh, two boxes right. of figures that are mine. Three, like two packages of figures. Three, three there, what do you mean? Boxes? There's, three. there's a three pack. Then there's the cowboy girl. There's the pilot dude. And there there's the Mexican well. guy. No, there's one three pack. It doesn't matter. There's four packs. It doesn't matter. Whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just don't put them away. Just leave them where they're at. Where I, I mean, where I per- they, personally they, set they've them. They've been there for a minute now. Like a week and a half. Like I was there like 
I ordered the White Ranger. Nice. From Power Rangers. Very good. And he fucking like put it in a box in a weird place and then like hid it away. And I'm like, all you had to do is say, hey, it's here. Come get it. And I'm like, okay. And then he like hit it. And then he, and then uh, he's like, I don't know if I ever ordered that. I'm like, dude, you 100% like messaged me and said, hey, I got this. It. Yeah. And then he refound it. And then he re hit it again in another box and like hit it back in the same place. And couldn't find it again. You got too many boxes for sure. Uh-huh. Stacks on he stacks. Just likes not not the best soul, kind. Souls and stuff. Like, he likes yeah, box forts. What can he say? Everyone likes cardboard boxes. He's like a cat. It's true. If a man could have sex with a woman in a he'd cardboard live in a box, box. <laughs> he wouldn't buy a house. <laughs> he wouldn't buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, not to do our <coughs> same bullshit, but our weekly plug of if you're not listening to the Mind Frame podcast, fucking do it. Do it seriously good. In Fucking incredible! Dave Moten is an amazing writer. Fuck Dave Moten. That shit's so like that. That's I want to stand my eyes out. Narrator. Like, I hate waiting for shit. So good. We love we love it. And uh, yeah, do it. If Listen it was a it. TV show, I'd be so angry. I'd be like, Are you fucking kidding me? That's how you're gonna fucking end shit. Yeah. So anyway, I hit the fucking like. I posted it on my Instagram yesterday. I'm like, Mind Frames got me through some in, like insomnia ridden nights. Blah blah blah. And then, like, Brent hit me up, Dave hit me up, and they were just like, thanks so much, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but honestly, like, it's, like, it is some brilliant fucking science fiction. It's so good. Like, I don't even, I don't even want to say, like, it's on, it's on another Just level. love, like, you drive so much, I would, I would tell you, it's, it's all on, it's all on Spotify or whatever. Like, just fucking take a listen. You'd be like, fuck, this is really good, actually. Okay. Like, it's fucking fantastic. If you listen to the first two episodes and you don't like it, man, I, I'd be very I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I would be shocked. Especially being a Chris Nolan fan. Yes. Because it's like, it's very like. Absolutely. It's along those lines, dude. He, like, it's that murder, good. It's he that good. He is a fucking, like a sci fi author. Good. And he speaks it in a way that you're like, you feel like you're there. It's amazing. Right. Sold. Do it. But anyway. Cool. All the other things, uh, check out T Huff and Connor at Scovillionaires. Scovillionaires. What'd you do this week? I saw the post. I didn't see the sauce. It's like fucking zombie blood, like one that Connor's girlfriend got us from TJ Maxx of all places. Really? <laughs> yeah. It is pretty good though. Yeah. You know, they have like a whole fucking line that I wouldn't know of otherwise than TJ Maxx, so. Okay. I'm gonna get that atmosphere sauce, and I'm gonna get on that show. Okay, I'm gonna get it. That's sauce I want to do on that no. show. They might do a round what? two. What you just? They fuck might. Me. I will stab you in the. You're not allowed, man. I'm not allowed. What? Connor doesn't like people. Connor and I get along just fine. Oh wait, you have the fucking. You have the. What's that thing? What thing? The shot. The. The COVID shot. What's vaccine? That? Yeah, you yeah. have that. Yeah, okay. Vaccine. Oh, he'll let you come over. Tyler's <laughs> not vaccinated. I'm not. <laughs> it's weird. I know, but like he, he he's very scary, sketchy about like things. He's like, oh no, no, and I'm like, dude, it's not a thing. He's like, oh, you you listen to too much Joe Rogan. I was like, all right, Connor. Why do you think he hasn't been over here for ages? I don't know. That's because he's question. afraid of COVID. Um, okay. Well. And yeah, I've still done the house house reviews. Anyways, I'm gonna get that atmosphere sauce north of hell, and I'm gonna do it on that show. Well, they might, like I said, they might do a second I'm on, one. I'm on the list because I missed the first Aesop one, and got yeah. the second one. I'm waiting. So if they do a second atmosphere one, yeah, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Cloak and Dagger Club, a band, yeah, 
we have a ban- oh, we have a show coming up in sep- early early like late August or early September. I don't remember the actual date. We're playing with Teenage Bottle Rocket and At Mesa. Yeah, man. Okay. So I'm pretty stoked on that. I'll be there. We're writing. We're writing new songs. We what got day of the week. I think it's a Saturday, actually. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Classic. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure it is. And then, uh, thing is, like, we're writing some new music. We're actually going to start recording soon, and um, we're kind of a new EP. Like, like uh, that's kind of a thing. Like, we're rock and roll's back, man. Like, it kind of, you know, some some shitty shit happened, and, like, that's kind of what pushes me to, like, play rock and roll, and, like, be, and so, same with Toby, and... Marky just loves to play rock and roll. He did buy a new out of, um, above ground pool and he's dealing with that nonsense, which is crazy. Totally do that. Dude, you, you don't even have any idea. I'll send you pictures. It's the most ridiculous thing. I feel like his backyard. No, no, no. It's actually like, it's DP's, it's DP's pool. He bought that, but it's salt water. It's a salt water pool, not a chlorine pool. Okay. And he's going to build a deck around it and all this stuff. And he, he bought it to swim laps. To stay in shape, which is good for him, but like, he also bought a massage chair because it was, because he thought his back was bad, and really he just needed to go to a chiropractor a couple times, and so like. That's a badass massage chair though. I mean, it's pretty fantastic. So anyway, um, Cloak and Dagger Club are doing shit, and we like wrote some songs, and this new one, like, that I'm, I, I've actually played it acoustically for CBS. He's heard it, and he was like, this is. Really, the course is really catchy, and CBS never likes my shit. Like he he does like it, but he never tells me that's that he likes not true. It. No, he likes it, but he doesn't ever tell me. He's like he he waits till after the fact, but like, but he's like, that's a really catchy course. When I and I, I when I wrote, it, I was like, that's a pretty catchy course. I was like, kind of surprised. So um, we've been working on that shit. We got some good stuff going on, and so anywho, CBS top five comics podcast dot com. See, senor. We've been kind of switching off lately because of my fucking horrible work schedule because I work for a slave laborer. So, um, if you miss things, T Brown's been on there a few times. Um, Tyler may will possibly be on there a few times, but Top Five po- Comics Com- Podcast, no swearing on that. And actually, like, we all are not drunk and like do our thing and try to stay out of trouble. We pretend not to be. Well, so do our things. Um, <clears throat> like I said, when the Manchester United um, season comes about, I've been working on some shit. I'm working on a soccer podcast, and beyond that, Foot- uh, football, football, the football. It's called the Mank Mank American. You've been playing the foosball behind my back. Mank American podcast. It's a different kind. Of oh, is it? Yeah. Sorry, same thing. Got it. Um, and thanks for joining us. Good episode. Glad everybody's a part of it tonight. We all, we all did a good job. And... Woo-hoo!